Who'd like to do the intros this week? Um, okay, yeah, sure. Um, welcome to uh, Three Hunters. No, hold on. Welcome to Titans and a Hunter. Um, we are a Destiny podcast. Yep, that's what we are. Uh, what do we do, though? Okay, so, yeah, that's a fair question. We do uh, tips and tricks and sometimes builds. No, I and, just meant um, to introduce us. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, uh, my name, 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 my name is no one responds in real life. Um, look, we already had a complaint about you last week with your stupid accents going through about 10 accents all in one sentence. Can you just stick to the script? What? I had compliments on that, so you didn't have complaints. I had complaints. You lie. Um, somebody needs a vertical monitor to read your script from, clearly. That's right, clearly. So. Let's officially start the show. Dun, da, da, da. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts, the triumph-hunting titan night demon, the pink-panted pansy Perotti, and your hunter-masterator, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! Anyway, uh, so I'm Respawn, more technically No One Responds in Real Life. I am the true Hunter Vanguard, duly elected by my peers. Uh, next to me I have uh, the... Pink parody, the Titanus Titan, who loves uh, what's happening this week in Iron Banana, I guess, right? And then next to him, we have the commander in chief of the show, the editor in chief, and uh, all around nice guy with his own, you know, armada being risen at home uh, is uh, is Night Demon. So yeah, and he's a Titan. If I didn't mention that, so yeah, that's us. This is what we do. This is why we do it and stuff good intro there yeah so i've got some sad news for you guys from the offset oh yeah yeah your soundboards they ain't working oh i didn't make it you can push you can't hear all the sounds i can hear them you can hear them but i'll tell you what the bears can't hear them That's so, not amazing. That's the opposite of amazing parody. No, that that just means I can use it now and I won't ruin the recording. Uh, so, I mean... I always thought you were adding to the recording, honestly. Well, I mean, that, that was my hope for last week, but now that I know it doesn't matter, then nothing matters anymore. It's fine. Wow. Well, this is why I'm saying it at the start of the show. <laughs> that this is amazing! It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be silly. If you guys are starting putting in silly sound effects and yeah, somebody no. pauses... Mm-hmm. This is amazing. The podcast people aren't going to hear it. The, yeah, I mean, the live stream show. people may be able to hear it. Did the live pe- live people hear it? Uh, yeah, did you any sound effects just now? Parody had a couple of "This is amazing"s, and then they had the yeah, the college foghorn when somebody does something cool. Now we have a submarine going under. It's not a submarine. It's okay. Uh, okay, yeah, they can hear them loud and clear. They're saying, "Yeah." Well, there you go then. Excellent. Okay, so I can ruin the stream, but not the podcast. I don't think yes, you're ruining the stream. Cool. You're just adding to it. You're giving so it flavor. See. But from this point forward, the only sound effects you hear are the ones that Night Demon puts in himself. All right. Well, good to good to know then. Yeah. Unless you're live, then parody goes nuts. 
Then I'll, I'll I'll have to resist the urge to do the crickets, and I'll leave the cricketing to you. Well, no, if you put them in, I'll know where to put them in. <laughs> if you want to put crickets in, just... He's not objecting to the crickets. I'm not objecting... Uh... I'm not objecting to the sound effects, just that if you do put them in, I've then got to go and put them in myself manually. Yeah, that, well, that just seems like extra work that is silly and shouldn't be done. Yeah, so hello and welcome to the show. Um, greetings! Greetings. Greetings, my two compatriots. Hello. We have, th- there's lots to talk about this week. There's lots of little bits that, you know, I've, I've heard from the grapevine that people are unhappy about. There may be a Destiny 3, but they're not really a Destiny 3. There may be new servers. There may not be new servers. And I don't know. There's there's weird and wonderful things going on in the Destiny universe this week. The previous week, there was a, a well-known streamer and YouTube creator that kind of got kicked off of Destiny for doing bad stuff. Now, we didn't talk about it last really? week. I did not hear about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a, it was a well-known, well-known uh, YouTuber. And apparently he'd been leaking things from the summits oh, that they go the to. Oh, leaker. Okay, I did hear yeah. about that. Okay. Now, I mean, he, he flatly denies it and things like that. But obviously, if you're going to leak stuff, you're not going to leak it on your own channel, are you? You're going to leak it to other people. So there's going to be no direct tie to you unless Bungie was sneaky. If you were, were intelligent, sneaky. that's what you would do. And yes. No, but unless... No, okay. but see... You know, it's like the movie scripts where they give each actor a different movie script with different words in them, so that if something gets leaked, they did that they with know. Tom Holland specifically. <laughs> All right, that's not every actor. That's no. somebody who can't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> they know if I mean in the corporate world, they they change things in emails and things, don't they? Like slight wording, or they they know how to catch people. So if things are being leaked, it's these specific people and they can they can trace yep. it back so obviously Corporate stuff was getting leaked so they decided that they were going to do x y and z mm-hmm. and found out it was that one specifically which is why he can't get out of it even though if he hasn't you know leaked it on his own channel it, it still comes back to you my friend there's also so, ways to, there's also ways to fingerprint like you can yeah. fingerprint audio and things in a way that is not audible to people but you can tell, oh, like this particular set of files was given to this person or this group of people. We can figure out, you know, whose version this is and wait until you guys find out that Xerox machines have been printing uh, patterns on things for years. So you can tell what Xerox machine something was printed or copied from and trace the source back to that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, and imperfections on print heads, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, no, I mean. Oh, not even like. Yeah, not even imperfection, but like literally printing a pattern to identify. Yeah, no, I, which, I get it. Like on yeah, a microscopic level. Yeah. 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 Tiny little dots of color going, no, no, this came from this machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Bungie aren't the new kids on the block. They're not like new to this kind of stuff. They they obviously, they invite you to the summits and they expect like confidentiality. So you have to stick to it, unfortunately. Yeah. So um, do we have a name? An alleged name. Obviously, nobody's saying he's guilty, but allegedly, who is the one that got kicked for leaking? I mean, Bungie's saying he's guilty, so they're saying it. And that's their final final communication on the matter. And he was on Twitter on about it, so... I saw him going on about it, but I also, you know, again, just like all, all drama on Twitter, come into it going, what are we talking about? What is this all about? Who leaked what where? 
at the end of the day, it's all speculation from our end. And Bungie mm-hmm. says, hey, we're going to, you know, watch watch whichever Twitch Twitch streamer YouTuber was making Destiny 2 content and now isn't anymore. And you'll know who it is. <laughs> Which will be a bunch of them because they've all stepped away from the game because they're all going, Destiny's in a bad place. We're gonna, all going to step away. So, yeah. you know, pick one. Like, like you were saying, Parody, uh, Bungie considers the matter closed and they're not pursuing legal action against him. So he's going, well, if you're not pursuing legal action, then I'm not guilty. It's like, that's not how yeah. that works. Yeah. They, well, they know what they've, they, you know, they've stopped you from making content about yeah, we're, their yeah, we're game. We're you from the game. That was the action we took. We're not going to then yeah, continue that, to spend money enough. to go after you. We, we fixed the problem. It's, you know, it's the problem is fixed in their eyes. Why take it further? Well, I mean, why do anything, honestly? Because his, quote, leaks, right? You know, we're you reviving violated- Destiny at times when Destiny was dying, right? Like, you, you, I can't you, tell you, you how many leaks you, you violated- you know, brought people back to the game. Yeah, no, but no, that, that's, you violated NDA, you lose the game, that's it. Yeah. You, you, were, you, were, you were brought to a place, you were given information that people in public, you know, wasn't public knowledge, you signed an NDA that said you cannot talk about this, and then you went and talked about it. That's it. Game or over. you disclosed it to sources that you know can leak the stuff, and you think, hey, um, it's nothing to do with me, but I've got a little bit of, you know, out of this. Yeah, yeah, I, I can. I, I, I am the source of this. That it can, you know, I can, I can release the information. And it won't come from me, but it'll come from someone else. But you've, you've still you violated the NDA. Yeah. You lose your access to the game. NDA That's it. I mean, I mean, NDA. yeah. I mean, I mean, and and to Bungie's point, you know, they don't have to let people come and attend these summits and give them access to things. This oh, is why really? companies stop doing that stuff. They're mm. like, well, we we tried this, you know, it, you know, people are leaking the stuff we tell them. We're just going to stop inviting you, and you all get to see it when everybody else gets to see it the day it gets released. Mm. You know, there's give and take to all this stuff. You know, if we want the access, you got to play by the rules. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've listened to many a podcast about Destiny over the years, and anybody that's been to one of the summits is on a kind of strict. You cannot, you, you cannot even mention this, 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 or this. So the other hosts know that they can't, you know, even say, you know, if if this if they're going down the route of speculation, that person will step out of the podcast for you know a, amount of time, or they'll just stay stum for the amount of time. You know, there's just there's there's things you you can and cannot do. So. Some people are in the chat are angry. Give him the chair, shoot him off a trebuchet, yada yada. Guys, it's not that serious. Come on. <laughs> no. Bungie, Bungie have taken actions. Bungie have said, uh-huh. you cannot play our game. We've ruined that you know, livelihood for you. Go and find something else to go and ruin. Well, I mean, who's to stop him from I mean, at worst what, they're gonna ban your IP? Get a get a get 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 an IP, you know, a spoofer. Oh, There's... they 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 black bunked your Xbox and or PC? change your card right boom Re- respawn if he then starts playing and streaming as another character uh, see, streaming is another thing right right okay you're, if you're content creating and honestly if you're if you're not content creating what's your incentive to then go back to this game that you've been banned from hmm. you don't like playing just to play it parody <gasps> not if it's your livelihood if That's your full-time I mean. job is to create content if you can't create the content you got no livelihood <laughs> <laughs> mm. I just thought we'd mention it because it, we we didn't discuss it last week, but I just thought mm. it, was, it was quite interesting. Now that it's kind of 
all blown over. Oh, that's a good question. Was he the one data mining and leaking, or was he just leaking? Or is that mining data mining data mining something? Data mining is a completely different thing. Yeah, but yeah, data mining is a totally different thing. This was he sat in a bungee, you know. He was in Bungie Studios in Bungie offices, hearing things times. Bungie was telling him, specifically being told, "Don't talk about this," okay. and then went and talked about that. Yeah, yeah. data mining yeah. is very different from what he did. Okay. That is that is that is we told you not to say things. You signed a contract that said you wouldn't say things, and then you said things. Data mining is it's out there in the wild. It's out there for public consumption. You found the thing. You know, in public consumption, it, it's there. It, it's just like cheeses. You know, hey, this is an exploit in the game. You found the thing in the game. You didn't, you know, break into Bungie Studio and hack into a developer's PC or something. Right. So, not trying to give me a little worry. It's like, it's not that he leaked. It's what he leaked that's unacceptable. So, what did he leak? I, I, I honestly have no idea because I didn't even know... I I heard that you know someone was banned for leaking stuff. I have no idea what he leaked or when. No. But from Bungie's oh. veiled communications, it seems like this has been something going on for a while. Like yeah, like like this is a, a like, like like they basically said, like this is an ongoing pattern. It wasn't just like a one and done. It's like this is an ongoing pattern. We we Bungie have been looking into, and then said, hey, you know, eventually, you know, either a they were able to confirm or b you know you know something happened and they were able to feel confident enough to take action. But Got this it. isn't just like, oh, on Tuesday, Tuesday we, we were notified about this and Wednesday we banned him. It's like, no, this is an ongoing investigation that whatever happened, they were finally able to go, yeah, this this is the guy or people, you know, guy or guys. Because who knows if, it, you know, I, I'm assuming it was well one person, but who knows? I mean, maybe it was him, maybe it was someone else. I have no idea. When stuff does get leaked, there are kind of tweets that are put out from like Destiny 2 leaks or uh, there's a couple of famous like data miners that kind of leak stuff and you know when there was like those sheets going around of this is what's going to be coming up in x y and z in the next couple of seasons mm -hmm. and a lot of those things came true but then a lot of them didn't maybe it was to do oh. with that because those those things were some of those things came true so maybe it was it was those sheets of that were disclosed and uh, someone if, with actual knowledge not just yeah. guessing or going or, or saying you know, going, oh, oh it seems yeah. like this could be a thing yeah. So that could be the way that they found out, you know, we'll give him this of this list. This is the list of all the things that are coming in the next month. And then he's just kind of reproduced it and, and let it go leaked somewhere. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah, I do I mean, remember I mean, those sheets like a couple of months back. Right. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, it mean, also could have been a thing where they leaked or where they, they told a group of people, you know, you know, different people, different information. Hey, you know, Hey, we're, we're going to send you, you know, we're going to send you this pack of information each person got a different bit of information or it was fingerprinted and Hey, Oh look, the one that we sent you got out into the wild and these other ones didn't, or, or Hey, we're just going to tell you wrong. You know, we're going to, we're going to disclose wrong information to you and see if it shows up in the, you know, in the community going, well, we only mm. told these 12 people and you're one of the 12. So we're pretty sure you're the one who did it. Yeah. 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 I, mean, all, I mean, again, we could speculate all day about the who and the how and the why and the what, and at the end of the day, it's not very interesting. Bungie says you did this thing. We're going to ban you for doing this thing. It's it's not a you know banning from game thing. It was a yeah. It was you 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 know you you agreed to a thing. You violated the thing you agreed to. That's kind of how contracts work. So you don't get to play the game anymore. Move on to something else. I get worried whenever respawns quiet. 
Yeah. He's in the middle of playing, isn't he? So that's why he's quiet. <laughs> yeah. And getting stomped and dying. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, Respawn, I'm going to need to give you some instructions to, to give to your hunters. Because the last game of Iron Banner I played was mm. Pan and I, and then four hunters. And I'm thinking, okay, we, we've got Shadow Shot, we've got Ice Tornado, we've got Golden Gun. I was like, I've, I was feeling pretty good going to this game, going, there are some hunters all dressed the same, walking uh-huh. into this game, and I'm thinking, i got four hunters, we're playing Iron Banner Fortress. If I want zone control, I've got a well, he's got a, he's got a banner shield, and I've got four hunters. We are going to control some zones. We are going to keep that middle point. Ideally, yeah. I'm going to need you to explain to your people how that game mode works. Because let me tell you, I'm not sure they understand that when that big circle shows up in the middle, you're supposed to go there and then keep the other team from going there. Because you'd think like the guy with the banner shield and the well would be an indication that that's where you should stand. No, apparently that was not not a good enough indication for them. You need to tell the hunters how Fortress works because I don't think they get it. Okay, fair enough. I'm very um, disappointed in them. I think they were more interested in killing people than protecting a point, so that's probably what it was. You know, they got to give them incentive to protect the point. You got to put people near it. So, so they want to they want to be at the bottom of the of the chart every time. That that's their goal. I, I don't know. I haven't played that mode to to tell you how <laughs> well, it works. Well, let me tell you because if you don't actually play the objective, you're at the bottom. Because I've been at the top of the chart every time because I play the objective. Going, yeah, you can teabag me over there and get all the kills. I'm still winning. I'm still doing uh, the things. I'm at the top of the chart, and you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Well, also, who, who teabags you when they put a well down and then kill you out of their own well? Come on, uh, sir. Dude, Come who on. teabags you after you got double teamed in a bubble? Like, people out there are dumb. The people that yeah. get banned and reported, that too. They're yeah. blocked. So you've been enjoying Iron Banner this week, then, I take it, Peroti? I have. I've, I turn my Xbox on Thursday evening. Mm-hmm. And a little, or I know Friday evening and a little bit this morning. And so I played my 18 games on Titan and I'm uh, about halfway through on the Warlock. Okay. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. I've been, I've been running around. I ran around with Panoramics with Double Sweet Business the other day. Cause like I told Fusco when he was saying, why are you playing Iron Banner? Cause it's four easy pinnacles. I just have to show up for 18 games and get pinnacles. Yeah. I've also learned that banner shield is the way to go. You don't want a bubble. You want a banner shield. Because okay. you can stand there and you can tank your Thunder Crash, you can tank your Blade Barrage, you can stand there and go, nope, I'm going to stand right here and hold this shield up, presumably with my team behind me. Yeah. If not, you know, <laughs> it gets a little awkward, but, you know, I made, I, made, I made a Thunder Crash Titan very sad this week when I tanked his Thunder Crash and a couple of Blade Barrages and Golden Guns. They get upset when you just stand there and go, mm-mm, I have a shield, you have nothing. And what's worse is you can walk in a bubble and just hit him with your banner shield and kill him in his bubble with your banner mm-hmm. shield. That is infuriating to him, I have to assume. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. have you banner been enjoying it play. because you're a titan and, uh, uh, like you said, a warlock? Or uh, Yes. Because a lot of people were saying that they, they haven't enjoyed it this week because it's literally bubble titans and well warlocks. And, I'm, I mean, I'm thinking, and ice what did you hunters. think it was going to be? Oh, I haven't right. seen any ice tornadoes, but oh, oh, I, I've seen some. Unfortunately, they're all on the other team. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you've got <laughs> stasis, you've got stasis, solar, and void. So, I mean, again, yeah. Bungie, we, last time you took out solar and it was void. It's going to be bubbles. Yeah, if you won't be able to hold a zone. It's going to be bubbles. This time, it's going to be bubbles and wells. Sometimes bubbles and a well on top of each other. Like, w- mm-hmm. what did you expect was going to happen? 
I think even if they took out Void for the Titans, the Titans would still play like their three to 18 games on the class that they could get the pinnacle on if they are still searching for pinnacles. If they're not, then it doesn't really matter to them. But at the well, end of the how day... How do you have Thundercrash Titans if you are on just... Because um, some people don't e- either play their games or don't care. Yeah, because once oh, you've got yeah. your pinnacles, you can yeah. just go in there with whatever you don't necessarily need to stick to that oh. subclass. What do you mean? Yeah, oh. it, it, I mean, honestly, people could have just gone in from day one, too, and said, I don't care about the pinnacles I just want to play, and I'm yeah. going to play how I'm going to play. Like, you, know, you don't have to play because it's, it's Strand, Solar, and Void. So it's like if you play as one of these three classes, then you get your you know credit toward your your pinnacle games. You can go in as stasis or, or arc and just do your thing and call it done. Like you don't you don't have to do those. Or again, once you hit your eighteen games, or you know if you're doing it day over day, you play your what four games on Tuesday. Swap over. You played your four games. Anything else you play, it doesn't matter what you play as. No. And I mean, I, I've played a little bit this week and I was really enjoying it. Again, I was, I, I did actually play on all three classes because I've now unlocked Strand for all of them. But because yeah, I, I haven't unlocked any of the fragments for the Warlock and the Hunter, it feels very weird because there are a lot of other people doing mm-hmm. a lot of other things and I haven't got to that point. But I, I still wanted to go in there and play it because I thought if I use the Strand, I can at least generate the fish bucks when I get a kill. So th- that was my plan is I know it's only one fish buck, but it's a fish buck that helps me in my end goal of unlocking the, the full strand for both classes. Yeah, so still, still earning it passively. Yeah, yeah. And I, I stuck to strand, actually, for my Titan. I didn't actually go void, and I was having good fun. But, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like we didn't know this was going to happen. This happened right. the first week that we had the Fortress, and everyone enjoyed it. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, but the, the Titan bubbles are a bit oppressive. And we knew this was going to come back. And I think Bungie knew, even, even if they did take out Void from getting the Pinnacles, people would still use Bubble or the Well. They, those things do those things, and they do those things good for a reason. I mean, that's what they're designed to do. Got a nerf specifically because of what happened in Fortress, yet they're still mm-hmm. being used in Fortress, which is what we said was going to happen. So I, I don't know where they could go with that unless they you cannot put a bubble or a well on the, those capture points. But then that's taking right. away the point of capturing the points and using your super to get that advantage. Mm-hmm. You, you give me a class that serves a purpose, I'm going to use it for that purpose. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think I, enjoy, I enjoyed, still enjoying playing Iron Banner. And I like the fact that we've had the three different game modes. And it's funny how... A lot of people have said they don't like the fortress. They didn't like the eruption that we had the last time. There wasn't that many complaints about control, which was our bog standard regular control that we've had (laughs) in Iron Banner for many years now in Destiny 2 that people were complaining about Mm. that they wanted things changed up. They got things changed up and they were like, well, we don't like these other game modes. Not like that, though. Not like that. No, no, no. (laughs) Saying that, but they, they did like fortress when it first came around. Until people started getting into the trend of let's just put a bubble titan on. Let let's just have six bubble titans in the whole group and just go to town and just bubble up everything. Yeah. I mean that's why I switched to banner shield this time around, because I put a bubble up and it was like, oh, this this is not gonna work at all. This is useless. Yeah. I was like, banner shield, I can stand there and be mobile and just you know I change direction. Banner it, shield. I think I'm gonna have to try that one to see oh, oh, how that oh, goes. Oh yeah, banner shield's good fun. Now now I don't tend to move around a lot because you can still trip over a tiny rock and drop your banner shield. Yeah, but if you just sort of stand there and say, "I am, I am one of the six fronts pointing in this direction," it does a pretty good job deflecting pretty much everything. 
and it's it's much more obvious when it when it runs out, then you're screwed. But hopefully by that point, someone has you know <laughs> come in to help you. The thing is, if you're coordinated with your team and you take your banner shield to like if they've got a well or they've got a bubble on that capture point, then you can just like walk towards it rather than trying to run towards it and drop mm-hmm. your bubble on top of their bubble kind of thing. You can kind of walk towards oh, totally. it with your team behind you or run towards it, then pop it and get in there and protect your team. So yeah, there is a there is utility to it. I think oh, I, maybe oh, yeah. that's the problem. Oh, that's absolutely, still. yeah. You you can pop it from cover. I'm out of cover with the shield up and go. We're going this way. You're coming with me. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I mean, I, I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been DCP was saying, "Oh, people say just you know, spec for going against the bubble titans." And I know we've said that previously. Is that sometimes you can't spec for going up against, but then. If you think about it logically and you are a hunter, then you're going to have to spec against the Titans and the Warlocks doing their thing because that's what they're going to do. So, Strand works really well. You've got to know Strand. the game mode and you've got to know. Does it? Oh, yeah. The, 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 number of, the number of Strand Hunters I came across, that, I mean, just the movement, you see a green blip and you're dead. Like, Strand, <laughs> Strand was a really good mix for for this game mode. And I think it worked really well. You know, I mean, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I won't say I didn't see, I didn't notice strand warlocks cause they're super sort of quick one and done. Like you see the Nova bomb, you don't really see the little green things coming to kill you, but I saw a number of strand Titans and, and hunters and they were having good fun. They were, they were feasting because just the movement and the ability you can, you can, you can use that stupid, um, what's the hunter strand super, you know, you can reach out and touch somebody and then you're gone <laughs> yeah, you and, and, and you're just dead. Woo. So, you know, you can absolutely go in and say, I'm going to murder everybody in this. Well, I'm going to rock it. I'm going to walk into this bubble and destroy everything. And, and you're so, so fast. You don't get a whole lot of armor though. Now. So technically if everybody jumps, if everybody yeah, sees you it coming, it doesn't matter. They'll kill well, you. Like, it's, we're not talking. Well, it's, they don't see you coming. Point. Yeah. Don't be seen coming. Flank, <laughs> flank, flank, super in out done. If you're fast enough, or again, if you go in with someone, they you know they can't stop all of us. Mm. It's I fast. did it, find it, it, it quite difficult good. this week because I teamed up with Andy, who's on PC, and I don't know whether it was because of it was I was <laughs> being on my console against PC, but it was a lot sweatier in the PC lobby than it was mm. in well, just like my world. console lobby. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the first rule: don't don't play on the PC lobbies. Sometimes I play in there with Andy, and it's absolutely fine. But this yeah. time, it just seemed to be extremely sweaty in Iron Banner, and I wasn't expecting it. There was uh, there was a lot of close games, and then there was a lot of like you just got smashed. That was it. And yeah, you know there was a lot of sliding and slide shotgunning, and yeah, so um, yeah, I found was. that a bit that was a bit stressful. But you know, it's Iron Banner. I love just I love just playing that Iron Banner mode, and I don't know what it is about Iron Banner and they can do everything and anything to Iron Banner. And once I get used to that game mode, I'm like, yes, I love it. I love all of it. This is my favorite one. This is my new favorite thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I'm with you. Like, I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy Crucible anyway, but honestly, if it were the same, honestly, even if it were Control every single time, yeah, I'd play my games, but I'd be less inclined to go in. I think it's, it is, it is like a single time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But like, I really like how they've done it this season going, we have three modes. Let's give you all three modes to play. So again, if you really can't stand one of them, then at least you can go play the other one. You know, if you really can't stand Fortress, you had two other weeks. If you if you wanted to go in again, a lot of people aren't going to go in anyway. 
but at least if you want to go in, you've got different different experiences and different, you know, it's something different to play. That's part of, I mean, as, as someone who plays a lot of Gambit, that's the problem with Gambit. It's the same thing every single time. Mm-hmm. I like that Iron Banner, there's some change. You know, it's not just that we're playing Control, we're playing Clash every single time we go in. Would you like to see something where Gambit crosses over with Iron Banner? So you have Iron Banner Gambit, and there's a, a, a kind of twist to it. And I know, like, well, we at the moment, <laughs> we, we've got the, the Cabal turrets in Fortress. It would be interesting to see if there was something that they could do to Gambit so that there was a PvE-esque version for that week as well. And only for that week. Give Gambit something extra so that you don't necessarily... For those players that don't like playing PvP, you could go into Gambit uh, Iron Banner Gambit and play that and get your pinnacles that way. Would that be interesting so, to you? So hold on. Let's say, let's say, let's say. I'm, I'm trying okay. to think how that would work. My, my well, only thought I, is, I is, a meatball, is like, a meatball shows up in, in Iron Banner, but not not quite. <laughs> like like every every time you kill a guardian, they drop a moat. If if you can stay alive long enough to get five moats, you can dunk a moat, and then a taken begins wandering around the field but it's hostile towards them only you know like a taken knight or 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 a big baddie you know what i mean taken friend i'm all i'm all aboard a taken friend i remember a yeah. d1 where you could get the get the artifact <laughs> thing to punch to punch someone and turn them to your side i, I mean yeah. give me give me a taken friend <laughs> give give me a little taken uh one of the guys who who can, who can shield me so i'm invulnerable give me one of them we can ah. be best friends yes that would be a good friend wouldn't it <laughs> Give me one of the big taken, you know, boop guys who just says, oh, you're sitting in that zone. No, you aren't. Boop, you're over there now. I think Respawn just broke PVP. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> much, much like we have at the moment with Iron Banner Fortress. Maybe it's like you have the, the, the three different areas on your Gambit map and you have to go and capture those and hold those until it's generated enough moats. And then once you've generated enough moats, it then sends the taken over to the, the other place. Uh, like the other team they then have to defeat that to then be able to kind of unlock their bases and it just goes backwards and forwards that way maybe you could also add in the element of you know invading as well if if you want to or if not it can just be against like a horde base for those three areas and maybe two people can hold down one one person can hold down another one and the more zones that you hold down and defeat the enemies and for the amount of time that you're holding it it generates more taken that then the other team then have to fight on the other side to unlock their areas. And then once you've got to a certain amount, you then get a boss come out and defeat the boss. What about that? Where it's, you take out the element of the PVP part of it and it is just solely focused on, on PVE, but it's an Iron Banner version just for that week, just to test it out, see what it's like. I mean, honestly, I, I'd like Punchy to remember that Gambit exists at all, so I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> But I know you play Gambit a lot, so I mean, what what would you I play like Gambit to a lot without ever having to step into Gambit? Believe it or not, there's Gambit <laughs> aspects in a lot of this game. You know, pick up moats, pick up moats, pick up moats, put them here, pick them up, put them here. Right now, right now, I'm playing Gambit inside this stupid weekly activity. Oh, you've killed the guy. He's dropped a moat. Bring the moat <laughs> back here. Turn the moat into this ball. Throw the ball at the bad guy. Dude, what do you mean they forgot about Gambit? No, they didn't. They just put Gambit. Everywhere, 
Yeah. They're, they're, see, Bungie's just training you for season 23, where the final shape of the game is going to be Gambit. It's all Gambit it's, all the it's way the down. It's the double-headed snake coin. That's the final shape. Rec- yeah. the, the, uh, Reckoning is going to be your raid in that season. You're going to have to do Reckoning as a six-person activity. I mean, to be fair, the Drifter has been telling us this for quite some time, so... In all fairness, I could see that happening. Oh. Well, I mean, there is another game mode that's coming back next week, which we'll talk about later. But what I was thinking was that, you know, I think we discussed this a couple of weeks back when we had Iron Banner last time. And we were saying what we'd like to see is more different, more or different game modes in Iron Banner. So what do you reckon about Iron Banner Supremacy coming into like a rotation? Seeing as we're bringing that back next week, do you think what's that the one be- where the weapons are the most powerful thing? Momentum. Mo- momentum. That's yeah. what I want. I want a momentum iron banana. Well, see, they, they can do this. The thing is that uh, this is what I don't understand is that they can do, as they've shown, various different game modes. So it'd be interesting to see if we do get a different kind of couple of rotations. And maybe that's why this is returning next week, so that it's a kind of test for Iron Banner. Maybe Iron Banner Supremacy might be a good way, or even Iron Banner like we've got in the trial in the crucible labs at the moment with the countdown that's the one so and the various different versions of countdown now in the descriptions for countdown it does say if there if there's like 6v6 it there's different rules for that so i'm like well that's interesting if if you've put that in the rules to say that if it's a 6v6 then it's it's different kind of set of rules so that may be a, a way that they might go it might be that who knows but i i would like to see them continue to kind of give us different game modes each time Iron Banner comes up because we've got like potentially having three each season that would be nice to have different ones no, not kind of people just like the control and then they don't like Fortress and then they don't like Eruption just give us all of those but then you know maybe one season we have a complete rotation and have it's a different one each time yeah I mean that's what Budgie was sort of saying like well, like with the Vanguard stuff they're like this is just you know, the, all this is just like a rule set we can apply on top of something. You know, momentum yeah. is just you know, it's just a, a basically tweaking the rules on top of a you know the control game type. Momentum mayhem, momentum iron banner, momentum trials. Like, you know, I, I'd it's like to see them mo- moving in that it's direction. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I like seeing them moving in that direction. Going, we can just take basically this this set of rules, right. stick it on top of our existing game mode, and now it's something new and different. Right. I mean, which seems to be, you know, I'm guessing that's the way they're going, because if that's where they're going with, you know, hey, you know, taking taking in the night nightfalls and and the Vanguard list, basically, I see them, you know, as you know, building out systems. Hey, we can build out the system. So instead of it being this set number of things, it's just a set of rules we can apply on top of stuff. We'll do that to Vanguard. We'll do that to Crucible. We'll forget game it exists entirely. We'll build it over here. Like I see Bungie going, hey, we, you know, we're making we're making our, our game more flexible in this way. And now we're going to bring it to all these other things because that's what they've historically done. Is hey, we we can now do this. You know, instead of just instead of disabling trace rifles, now we can disable one trace rifle. Now we can take just a perk off the trace rifle. You know, taking this monolith of I am a giant code block. I have to turn all of this off. Make it more flexible. So just seeing them doing that more and more and more. Hmm. So with our our chat about Iron Banner and changing Iron Banner stuff. Did you guys get to play any of the trials that was last weekend? Because it was the trials labs where they changed the matchmaking and the different pools. I, I played sure a little didn't. bit. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I, I don't think I played anything last weekend. Again, uh, it's another thing I've heard that people weren't... They're a bit apprehensive of the changes because I believe somebody put out the stats for last week and I think it was down 6% on people going... Was it people going flawless? I, I was watching the uh, the general YouTube feedback from it going everybody hates this like, well everybody hates everything what else is new like give me give me some more details <laughs> well the thing is i mean uh, you know it with, with trials they they tried it with the two kind of pools of if you go flawless it, it that kind of unlocks on is it saturday or sunday reset and then you're kind of in those pools and yeah sunday reset you're kind of away from everybody else and then that should technically give more people more of a chance to go flawless. So it's like, you can't win. I mean, they, they've changed up the way that people can go flawless. And last week, the population was down by a percentage. And so yeah. was the flawless. People that went flawless was down by percentage. And people are attributing it to the new variation of their matchmaking, which we've got, I believe, another week of that coming up next week. And it's kind of thrown a spanner in the works with the three maps that they've put in the twelve this week for what you get to select is going to be the map because they've said we'll give you these three maps and you can pick no, no exactly. they haven't they've given you one map that we're all well, going to pick they, they, <laughs> they've given you they, they've given you a realistic pvp map and then they've gone we dare you you can vote for this one if you really really want a to realistic uh-huh. one and, and then everybody we're... on Twitter went, you have to vote for this one just uh-huh. to mess with them. Yeah. And I bet no. you're voting for that one, aren't you? Oh, a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Before I even knew it was an option, when, when I heard people talking about there was a vote for maps, I was like, I, I know exactly where the, where the community's going to go with this. It's, it's going to vote disjunction. It's going to be disjunction because screw you guys, we're going home. I'm I'm guessing that was in fact one of the options. Because because if you give the community a way to stick a thumb in the eye of trials players, they're going to take it. Eleven out of ten. And trials don't like disjunction. Uh, nobody likes disjunction. Okay. Which, which one is which, disjunction? It's the, the little one on the throne. oh the the big one. The throne, <laughs> the throne world map. Yeah. Our yeah, first yeah. new map in you know nine hundred billion days that everyone doesn't it's, care for. Yeah. It's fun in certain. I, I really enjoy it for Rift. I mean, like there's certain game modes I really enjoy it for. The guy who was who was cross mapping me with the outbreak perfected earlier in Trials or in um not Trials in Iron Banner, he was having a good time with it. I bet he was. <laughs> like it, it, it's a good map for certain game types, and it's not a great map for other game types. Fortress, when you all have to run into the middle of that zone, yeah, it, it's not great. It's like Rift, but you have to stand there as opposed to taking the ball and running away. Okay. So according to Trials Report, it was down 6% of players. There was only 385,662 players last week. And it was down 28% in characters that went flawless, down to 83,839. Was it the shotgun last week? Was it the Astral Horizon? Was that our uh, adept? Yeah, I believe it was. Um, I, I don't know. But yeah, a lot of people were, were attributing it to the fact that they changed the way that people could go flawless. And the map was distant distant shore yeah is if you i think i think it was dcp was saying that if you spawn at sea which is on kind of that shore side 
that you have a good vantage point to get to A, B, and C, like kind of straight down the middle to get to the the any of the kind of other points. So you get more of an advantage at C. So if you you spawn with that, you kind of this junction is a social experiment by bunch. <laughs> but the thing is, if if we've got new kind of if we've got new kind of what's the word the matchmaking parameters, mm. and they're trying to test those out, and then they give you a map that you're going to vote for, and you're going to mess up. What well, not mess up, but you're going to vote for the kind of the funniest one. Just so that it kind of it gets, but well, then we would. I don't know if normal population no, no. would. Normal population. This is a thing that is trending on Twitter. Oh, okay. normal population. Is, normal population is going to again poke a thumb in the eye of trials players if they have the choice. Let's be honest here. Oh yeah. If you're going to give the community a choice to vote, they're going to go. This is the funny one because I'm not going to step into trials anyway. So let them suffer through. <laughs> that, that, that's what the normal community is going to do. And you know what, well, you're going to do. You met you? people. Bungie are going to give you the map, and they're going to go, here you go, this is the last week this season to go and farm for your Immortal <laughs> Adept submachine gun. That's what they're going to do. They're going to go, you, wrote, you voted That's for this map. That's funny. That would be funny. I mean, for us. For Trials, yeah. not so much. I really want to see if Immortal is still 10% of the usage overall when it's disjunction this weekend. Mm. Well, mean, uh, the people will just close the gap, won't they? They'll, they'll camp the, the flag point, and that's it. That was the other thing that there was last week, is that it was capture zones, I believe. So it was a, a whole different style of trials last weekend as well. It wasn't new regular trials. So yeah. if they go back to regular trials this week with the different matchmaking parameters, with the different map that I voted for just to mess with trials, then I don't know how they can get good data from that unless they continue yeah, they'll, to they'll, do the trials. Some data, but they will, yeah. Yeah, it was a look at something, but are they, yeah. Well, I guess it's also just like, what are you looking to get? Are you looking to go, you know, who's going to play this come hell or high water? Or are you looking to, you know, like trying to answer a specific question or something? But yeah, Are they, are they looking to kind of go, well, you wanted this connection-based matchmaking. It hasn't worked, so we're going to revert back to that flawless pool that you guys were all complaining about last time. Do you think that that's... <laughs> I don't think they would do that, but it sounds, yeah, it just sounds silly that what they're doing. But they're giving it at the time. Yeah. That's, I think that if you're going to do changing the parameters and you're going to do something like this with the the connection base and you're taking away the flawless pools, that maybe you do it at the beginning of a new season so that they and give people a reason to go in with those new weapons and go here you go here's the new weapons this week and then flood it with players to see how it works out. Generally, at the end of a season, these things I don't think work out particularly well for the players or even for Bungie. Yeah, they're well, they're they're really trying to balance their. We want you know because they said like we don't want the flawless pool because you know like like what's what Sweaty Spooks was saying you know I can't go in with my friends because if I've gone flawless, mm -hmm. I'm dragging them into the flawless pool and that's not a good experience for anybody. Like Bungie's trying to mix the we want everybody to be able to play the game and have a good time with everybody. And have a but competitive. You can't, you can't and, always do that, though, man. Right, right. No, exactly. And they're trying to mix that with a ranked competitive game type. You can't yeah. have this is a ranked competitive game type with come in and have a laugh with your buddies. Like it's not the same thing. Like like that's a seesaw. You can push your finger on one end or the other, but you're never going to balance it and make everybody happy. Like right. you know, compromise is when everyone's a little upset. So 
figure out what makes everyone a little upset, and you've got you've got there. I think we need to go back to the time where when somebody in your clan did trials, right? No. You got trials, and everybody was happy. No, I don't. I don't including the people working to get everyone else to angle. No, I like the fact that they, they <laughs> give you an opportunity to try and get your own weapon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. You're not really hearing me, are no, you? No, not really, no. But, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, also they were talking about on DCP is, what do you think about actually removing the flawless requirement from trials? So that what do you mean? it gives people more of an opportunity. Well, if you go flawless... Yeah. If you get your seven wins, you get to yeah. go to the lighthouse quicker than say somebody that has to play five more games than you. Uh-huh. If, if maybe I think they were saying like if for every loss that you've got on your card, you have to play an extra game to wipe that loss off. People, it'll give more people more of an Ooh. opportunity <laughs> to go <laughs> to the lighthouse. <laughs> Will you though? Mm. Will you? I mean, pot- let's I mean, think about this. I mean, because that cat can get really big. Well, 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 well right, right. I mean, I mean, I mean, it gets to the point where you just reset your car and shoot, you start from scratch. But yeah, but like, right. if you can get to the lighthouse, you know, say, hey, you know, I'm never gonna get there in seven games. I, you know, I get to game six and seven, and I come across, you know, the trials gods and what they wipe the floor with me. But if I can maybe yeah. get there in eight games or ten games or twelve games, you know, I'm I'm good enough. Like I'm right on the cusp of being able to do it in seven. And it's just I get a poor luck of the draw, you know. I get I get the you know ZK Frostbolt, you know pro gamer streamers on game seven going well that was never going to happen. But if I can then come back, you know, it, you know, give me that sort of a catch-up mechanic. Give me yeah, let me come back in two or three games and get back there. Then yeah, I mean I th- it would at least again give give you a reason to do it. If I uh, if I had a team together or yeah or even if I'm just trying to get better, it gives me it gives me some wiggle room to say yeah I'm not I'm not quite here now. But, but, you know, hey, I can play a couple more games. And again, if I get, you know, if the dice rolls my way and I actually have a competitive match, it gives me a chance to go do this. No, he means... I, mean, no, I like the it's, idea. It's, he's talking about, like, an evolved Mercy card. Like, let's yeah. say you lose one game, right? Well, mm-hmm. you get the Mercy on that game. But if you lose two games, well, mm-hmm. now, instead of winning the next seven games, you have to win the next eight games, Right. And if you lose again, well, now yeah, you have to win the too. next nine games, right? So what this feels like to me is gambler's addiction. It's like, man, just one more. Just one more roll. Just one more roll. Just one more day. Just one more hand. Well, just one more hand. That's also, well, know? that's also what they want. They want people. They want to, <laughs> they want to, I, mean, I, I mean, honestly, they want to drive engagement. That's how you drive engagement. You know, you get there close. I mean, I mean, they're already giving us the second mercy on the mercy card. So we're yeah. halfway there. Well, what? next season, ne- next season, don't get me excited now. I think you'd be excited. I just didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you knew it was a thing. You just forgot it was a thing. No, you I would... knew it was a Mercy card, you... yes. But I didn't know I was giving you a you second. Wanna... You and Apache Screw Helicopter up. Kitten talked about it extensively. So you knew about it at some point in the past. Mm. Every That's week. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. Next week. Next season, your Mercy card will give you two, two Mercies. So you can yeah. lose two games instead of the one. But do you guys feel that it's got to the stage where we have to abandon the flawless so that it's kind of gives more people more of a chance because they're obviously saying that they don't like the flawless pool area so maybe if we go with abandoning the flawless part for more and more people to get to the lighthouse but if you do go for say you do get your seven wins in a row maybe they give you something more cosmetic 
than you get if you've actually got losses on that card or you've had strikes on that card. If you get losses on your card, you still go to the lighthouse because you've gone, you know, you've you've won your seven games. But if you've gone flawlessly, you could get like they had with the Scarab emblem in Destiny 1, that really exclusive Scarab emblem that was just a random drop If you once you kind of play past being flawless. Maybe things like that of showing people that maybe maybe a new um, memento, a memento, a flawless memento. So you can still get one from the chest, but then you get a different one if you go flawless. Things like that that you could then put on other weapons or even exclusive shaders, ships, sparrows, ghosts, anything like that. I think for people to show off to say, look, I can go flawless. You can play trials. You can go to the lighthouse but I can go flawless and I can get these things. I think, I I mean, I was in agreement with DCP when I heard it. I was thinking, this is a good idea. Do away with the whole requisite of being flawless to get more people to go to the the lighthouse. What is the the purpose of trials? Best of the best to prove your worthiness. I mean, that's the thing. You know, what, what is the purpose of trials? If the purpose of trials is a competitive ranked game mode, of yeah, of of you know, prove your worth, you know, test your metal, be better than everyone, and here's the glorious reward. That's that's not you know, it's never going to be the same thing as again going to have a good time with your buddies. Like yeah. Bungie has to decide where are we, where are we with this game mode? What what is the point of it? Where where are we at here? Well, I think Bungie you know, has decided you know, a long time ago. It can't be everything to everyone. Well, they did, but then they keep you know messing with it. I think they they decided a long time ago with Destiny as a whole. I mean, Bungie have already kind of gone down that route and then they've decided, no, we don't want to do uh, as a competitive shooter. So they've already taken that out. They kind of stripped back Iron Banner. Iron Banner was uh, one of their pinnacle game modes. It was like, this is a competitive game mode along with Trials of Osiris and competitive. And then they they went, you know what, we're going to take out the requirement for you to be at light and you can now go in there with any weapon and any armor that you want and just do whatever you want. So they've kind of stripped that one back. Competitive isn't the kind of isn't like other competitive shooters. It's it's another rank system of what we've kind of been asking for for a long time of showing off your rank. And I think that trials needs to kind of move with the times and go with that kind of same structure and make it more open for everyone if we're not going to go with the two flawless pools like to get more people interested if that thing's not working out and i like the idea of the ring thing so that you're out of that ring of flawless players and that those two or three days gives you a chance to go flawless if you can find the right people or you can go in there solo and get there i mean i managed to do it once and once was enough you know i know that i can do it and if i applied myself i could probably do it again but it's just kind of again time factors also tie into it as well so if you say you play on the friday and you get like four wins in a row and then you get a loss and then you come back on a saturday and you get another win which takes off your loss and then you get another win so you're up to six and then maybe you get like two or three losses in a row and then you still got like a couple of days to kind of get those wiped off before maybe eventually on the monday or the tuesday before reset getting to go to the lighthouse and I think that would give more people more of incentive of we can still go and get X, Y, and Z and adept weapons. Well, no, the adept weapons is the end game stuff, dude. Yeah, but you can get Absolutely adept weapons from nightfalls. Yeah, which is an end game thing. Yes. Yes, but you can cheese nightfalls. You can cheese PvP. 
Mm, can you? Yes. Not not to that extent. You just have not to be to better that. than everyone else. It's easy. And raids. Again, raids and nightfalls are things that you can butt your head up against and you can you know, you can spend a lot of time in there, but you still have more of a chance it, uh, to get adept weapons and, and drops from that. I feel anyway. I mean, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. It's nothing to argue. <laughs> You're wrong, but... <laughs> Why am I wrong? Because, like, the whole point of the in-game activities is for you to earn them, right? And you say, oh, you can cheese a raid. You might be able to cheese one encounter of a raid, or you might be able to cheese, like, a way to get from point A to point B within a raid without dying, right? But you still have to do the mechanics. You still have to freaking survive. You still yeah. have to work as a team, right? So, okay, you might be able to choose one aspect, but the rest of it is still there. Okay. Same thing the, with a dungeon. Same thing with raids, else, raids and dungeons and nightfalls are easier to learn because you know where they're going to spawn. You know the mechanics once you've kind of got it down. If you've got a competent team, you can get through these things. Whereas with trials, it is all kind of just circumstance. If you no, have it's skill, dude. It's, it's skill. No, but it can just be circumstance. It can just be... If you're going in there as a solo player and you're matching up against other solo players or you're getting a, a team of duos that kind of are matched up with you and that team of duos really slay out, you could kind of go all the way go all the way to the lighthouse and not really have to do too much. But other weeks you could kind of just really kind of bang your head against a brick wall. Yeah, but like I mean how can I say this? Um, it's 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 not. No matter how you look at it, it's just not the same. And you you're comparing apples to oranges, you know. And really, you're looking at a at a watermelon, right? So Wait, no, you're, you're saying in three ways. No, but you're but saying like, that the nightfalls, raids, and dungeons are end game content. Yes, they are. Yeah, but but so is trials. But trials is a different animal. No, it's not. Trials Iron Banner is supposed used to be to... a representative of the best players in PvP, right? And I'm sorry, guys, but I'm going back to an old argument that we've had before that, you know, some people just don't belong in Trials. I know I don't belong in Trials. You don't see me trying to go flawless every week. I know I don't belong there. That's not my bag, you know? If somebody wants to run me through it or whatever, great, I'll run with you. I'll do my best. But that's just not that's not where I live. That's not my skill house. You know what I mean? And and for people to be like, well, it's not made for everybody, Bungie. I want you to make it for everybody. It's not going to be. It no, will that's never the, be made for that's everybody. That's the thing. Bungie are the ones that are saying it's for everybody, and they're the ones changing the game mode. Well, if Bungie... because they're, they're getting feedback. You know, they're not yeah. getting this out of thin air, right? No, but they're I think feedback. they're trying to get more players engaged. That's what they're trying to do. Keep the, the player base and keep them engaged. And they're saying that the flawless pool thing obviously isn't. Then they're not happy with that, so they want to kind of do something else. So why not try it? Why not try it for a whole season? See and get the data from the the offset at the beginning of the season that you know X Y and Z is no longer a representative of what it is. If you do that, this is no longer a representative of the creme de la creme of end game content. Not? Why right? not? What do you mean? Why not? The creme to the creme can still play it. I don't understand why. Why not? But, but what's, not the, a, what's their motivation to play it? Yeah, they they still can they can still get there faster than say respawn you and me. 
there's still motivation for them to carry on playing the same game mode that they've got now and get to the lighthouse a lot quicker and still get the stuff that they get with added incentives, you know, a few cosmetics here and there and things that they can get to show off. Whereas we take a little bit longer to get there, but we can still get there. That would, in, I think that would entice more players to be in those pools every week. If there is a small chance, you know, than what we've got now. I mean, like, Grenada Jake was talking about this, uh, what was it, Thursday or Friday, right? He, he's, he's on your side. He wants trials to be less sweaty because he wants people like me to think I can go in there and have a chance. And then he comes across me and he's all like, oh, yeah, easy win, right? So he's, he is about what you're talking about. He wants to expand the player pool. He doesn't want them to separate all these different trials sections, right? Flawless and the non-flawless and this and that and the other, right? He wants there to be a healthy portion of people, and when you start splitting things up, well, then you're splitting the player base, which is what they said they don't want to do. And But at the same time, it's just like, you know, it is still in-game activity. It's, and this is the worst kind of in-game activity because it's a player versus player in-game activity. And... yeah. If you don't belong there, no matter how much you whine or you cry about it or Bungie tries to help you, you're not going to have the skill set to do it. Now, if you play more PvP overall, okay, you're naturally, hopefully, going no. to get better at it just no, because you, your skill is growing. Maybe, right? you've hit, maybe you've hit that glass ceiling. Maybe you cannot get that far. Well, then you're done. Sorry. You can hit that glass ceiling in doing raids and dungeons, yet you can yeah. have other players around you to help get you there. Yeah, How is that fair for an end game activity? Not necessarily. Yes, but you can't do trials carries every single week. Well, I mean, I'm, it depends how lucky you are, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and if you have a friend who does trials and will carry every single week. Yeah. And it's not yeah. going to be Ryan. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, guys. Yeah, Ryan, I mean, Ryan is gave up. Yeah, I mean, I mean that thing. It's like honestly, Iron Banner is is becoming the vision of what Bungie wants a quote competitive PvP match to be. They want you to Pass. go in with your buddies and have a good times. Like, like that's I mean, you know, like like, like Knight even said, they took away the you know the light level requirements, all the stuff. They want you to go in and, and it you know and earn your four pinnacles by just literally showing up, participating. That's that's where they're going with this. Trials is never they're never going to find a happy medium between I want to play ranked competitive games and have a good time with my buddies on the weekend. They're never going to hit that happy medium. No. So you've got to choose. You know, Iron Banner and Trials are different animals. It just is. They're, they're, you're, you're never going to. Those are never mm -hmm. going to be the same experiences. Those are never going to be the same things. You're never going to have an accessible trial. Six v six and a three v three. You right. Uh, yeah. I mean, even even if if you made Iron Banner three v three, I mean, it's something. Heck, I played I played a three v three Iron Banner match this week because you know matchmaking is wonky, and uh, yeah, it, it's you can do it. <laughs> but like, it, it's never going to be the same thing. Like Bungie, at some like like I, I would really like to see what they're like in in a perfect world. What is Bungie's perfect vision of trials? Because it's not going to be a competitive thing Halo. that everyone wants to go play. <laughs> Because because it's just not you know you know so I'm wondering you know we're 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 vacillating back and forth if if they could say tomorrow here is the perfect situation trials is in the perfect spot it's doing exactly what we wanted to do what does that look like and is that a realistic thing 
Yeah, again, but like, like you're never going to make respawn. Already done it. It's Halo. Halo was their PvP platform, right? They did it. They did it great. It spawned off what six other Halos after they left the company, right? Halo was their PvP. They've already had their successful PvP, right? What they're trying to do now is they're trying to make an RPG first-person shooter that inherently didn't even have PvP in mind. This was an afterthought, right? And they're trying to put PvP in there, right? While also trying to balance it out between the sweaties and the, and, and, and the non-sweaties. And that's not going to happen, dude. You've had that happen. That's Halo. Halo is 100% PvP, and there's a storyline you can co-op if you want to, right? But that is your PvP game. Now, this is your PvE game. That's the thing. And you try to attach PvP to it. Halo is a competitive shooter because it's it's got a rigid set of weapons that you can use. There's not supers and Mm -hmm. things. There are just Z, and that's why it's a competitive shooter. We've got space magic. There's no supers, though. You have space weapons. Yeah. Right. But there's still still a a much stricter sandbox than what Destiny gives you. The Destiny sandbox is the entire open world. The Halo sandbox is this is a finite number of things. You know, know, I pick up a a battle rifle on Halo. It's the same battle rifle everybody else has. It's not a battle rifle that I've modded and tricked out and it's got the incandescent perk and it's got this perk and that perk and Zen moment just got buffed. So now it's, you know, it's the same battle rifle everybody else has. You know, when I pick up, when I pick up the, you know, the all stringer, it's, it's not the same all stringer. Anybody else is out here has. Oh, it's, it's everybody has a different version of that same weapon, whatever that weapon is. The God roll, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, the only yeah. you know you know really you know if 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 Bungie wanted to do the same thing with Destiny, it would basically be limited to the non-randomly rolled exotic weapons. So when I picked up my mighty multi tool, it was the same mighty multi tool everybody else had. Yo, you know, but to, to say nothing to say nothing of restricting abilities and supers, etc., etc., etc. But like saying you know if you want to level the playing field, then you level the playing field. That's exactly I mean, what I was saying. Imagine I mean, having three exotic weapons on. <laughs> well, right. I mean, honestly, like one thing I thought about is with now that we have the idea of of suppressing things, you know, you 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 want to talk about you know mixing you know game and PvP. Hey, the Drifter makes a deal with the Tormentors, and now we've got a version of PvP where you can't use your supers. Your abilities yeah. are severely limited. It's basically you've got that Tormentor bubble that comes down over the arena, and now you've got to go and have a gunfight. Maybe that's your, you know, maybe it's a version of momentum. It's, it's, it's like momentum. That. You know, you take your, you take your weapons all the way up and you basically suppress abilities or, you know, suppress them, you know, say maybe you get a super in this match, maybe, or, or we start the match and we each, we each give you all one super. You have one super you can use in this match. You decide when you can use it, but you only get the one. Like it's a token. Here is your super token. You've got one time you can use this. Choose wisely. Right. I see. I think the thing is that they did create that. That perfect... sounds like trials because a lot of people only get the one super during trials. Yeah. The thing is, I think what they did the create their perfect trials, which was Trials of the Nine, which is they had a chance. I mean, it, I think that was their perfect iteration of what they thought trials should be because they went, well, we've, we've looked at Trials of Osiris from Destiny 1. We can make it better. We're going to make it Trials of the Nine. And then people went, no, no, this is, this is not it. And they were like, Ah, okay. Um, how about if we just go back to the original one and we tweak it slightly? So I think they did originally try their own version of it and it wasn't 
I think the community wanted. And I don't think, like Parody said, we're going to get to that perfect place where people are happy until actually yeah, maybe not. They're not going to be happy at all. But to make more people happy would be better to have no, I th- a larger I think, right track. I think you and Parody is on the right track. I just don't think you went far enough, right? Like, um, here's trials, right? You have your three classes, your 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 hunter, your your warlock, or your titan, right? And no matter which one you pick, they all have the same loadout with the same weapons. And like I don't know. i I don't know if no, maybe think, you should do like yeah. Halo and have weapons in the field or whatever. But you all go in with the same thing. Same thing. Same weapons, same armor, same loadout, same everything, same mods. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they could do that in a game mode, yeah. They, they could right. give you just, like, a Kostov, and they could give you a sidearm or a shotgun, but you all get the same one. Right. Yes. Or, 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 you know, you know, you know like take, a, take a page out of Halo and Battlefield. You know, here's here's the four different you know, modes you can go in with, with as a sniper. You can go in as a CQC. You know, here's basically the four loadouts available to you. Yeah. You know, weapon one, two, and three. Choose one of these four. And either, hey, you choose it and you stick with it, or every time you die, you know, maybe you can switch it up, you know, whatever. I mean, these are things other PvP games have done, but but at the end of the day, you're still drastically limiting the choice of weaponry, and thus you have to, you can drastically limit how you balance this game type, how you actually build these modes and these maps, and you can actually say, we don't have to account for everything under the sun, we can say we can account for this subset of that. Yeah. And so we're not having to worry about every single thing in the world which would make their lives a lot easier and give us a better experience. I think I, I do wonder like trials of the nine, like it's, it's been so long ago now. I almost wonder if when we launched vanilla D2, it was four V four in PVP and nobody liked that. Like everyone was like, what is this four V four? Like we want, we want our sixes back. We want threes. I almost wonder if PVP at launch was in a better spot. You know, maybe they kept, you know, kept the casual, you know, casual, whatever PVP is sixes. And then made trials four v four. I wonder if trials of the nine would have gone better if the whole like you know just backlash against PvP as a whole wasn't so vitriolic when the game launched of just everything being fours and going why did you do this this is a terrible experience. I don't know. So are you saying that you want to go back to trials of nine? I'm not saying I want to go back because honestly I barely remember trials of the nine. But I'm just saying, in a world where PvP didn't come out of the gate so, yeah, not broken, but like you know, you know, PvP after Destiny One, PvP in Destiny Two being so different, I think maybe if PV, you know, if regular PvP was more or less the same, you know, still six v six, still sort of familiar to you, and then we said, okay, trials, we're gonna make four v four. How does that work? It still may have been terrible. Everybody still may have hated it, but I just wonder if it's sort of almost like if it had a chance. Where, you know, 4v4 was not the play. No one liked it. Everyone hated it. Like, it just wasn't a good experience. Like, people were not down with it. I wonder if it if it didn't come out of the gate as, we hate 4v4, oh god, now Trials is 4v4 too? Double hatred. Mm. Like, I just wonder, you know, in an alternate reality, if this would have gone better. It may have still been garbage. Everyone may have still hated it. I sort of like the idea of a 4v4, because you just can't keep track of everybody. Like, it's just enough people where, like, three, I can sort of keep track of where you all are. Four, it's like, no, it, it's just a little more chaos, which, again, is kind of against a competitive shooter, maybe. But I don't know. Just, again, Vanilla D2 was so long ago, I barely remember how Vanilla D2 was. 
it's it was it's been such a different game, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're it's changed so drastically between now and then. So yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I wish you were this or I wish you were that, but you know, I just you're, you're going to keep poking trials with a stick, and it's never going to be the thing you want it to be. I just mm-hmm. I really just wonder what is Bungie again? Bungie's perfect world. What does trials look like? Does it look yeah. more like Iron Banner? Does it look more like Trials of the Nine? Like what what would they love it to be if they could just wave a magic wand and go here it is hello <laughs> right yeah 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 I mean, I mean maybe that's it maybe it's maybe they're going yeah i mean maybe there's like we, we we will never be able to balance this giant sandbox with space mm-hmm. magic so you know Bro, just, can, can a competitive shooter exist like Give this everybody the same stuff and be done game over man i i honestly believe that that would be the best way to balance pvp give everybody loadouts you know yeah, and then if, give if them you want minimal customizations, balance. you know, but yeah. everybody gets the same loadout. But you know, maybe you can add a add a bigger magazine to the gun that they gave you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gets the same guns, everything like that. But you can customize the loadout that they gave you slightly. Like, I don't want this dodge. I want that dodge, or I don't want to use you know this. I want to use that. You know, but not just 100 percent free roam. You know, they're going to give you the void subclass. Okay. I understand I'm using the voice subclass this week. Okay, they're going to give you a sidearm for your primary, a shotgun for your secondary, and for your heavy, you can choose between a rocket launcher or a grenade launcher. Okay, cool. There's your first choice, right? What do you want to choose, you know? Second choice is like, okay, well, now that I've chosen, you know, my grenade launcher, do I want to do anything to my sidearm? Oh, yeah, you know, extra magazine? Ooh, extend tack mag? Yes, let's go with tack mag, right? So just minimize what we as players can do in PvP, put everybody basically on that same level playing field you were discussing earlier, so that way it's a little bit of Halo because you don't have a lot of customization, but at the same time, it's a little bit of Bungie because you have some customization, you know? So, I mean, that'd be, in my in, in my humble PvP opinion, what to do. Now, I see some guys out there screaming, floating solar freaking uh warlock and out of bounds and blah, right just like, okay sure but yeah you can do that on the week where you get solar you know but whatever you know i mean i'm, I'm obviously that isn't going to make everybody happy too but i think that would be the best way to balance the game that way nobody can really complain about you know nobody can really complain Everyone's okay. still going to complain. Everybody can complain, and, but still. Everybody's still going to yeah. complain. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean at, at the end of the day, whoever the best player is, it doesn't matter what they have. The best player is going to come out on top. Yeah. Period. Full stop. You know, you, you give ZK Mushroom anything, he's going to beat me. It doesn't matter what the criteria are. It's going to happen. So, yeah. I oh, mean, my at God. Least, I forgot about that. Least, Y'all remember that? In yep. year one on Legendary Rage, you had to use specific weapons in each slot. I completely mm-hmm. forgot about that, and that was in a PVE setting. You should totally do that in a PVP setting too. Yeah, well, well that's well, that's what it, what it was. Like I'm sitting here, you know, cherry picking your chat. Scratch, you know, scratch reflexes. You know, I think they were onto something though. In year one, all weapons were static rolls. Mm-hmm. So if you had that weapon, you know, it's sort of what we said. If you had that weapon, everybody else had the same weapon. My aerial's gift was your aerial's gift. We all had the same weapon. My hand cannon was your hand cannon. Like they all did the exact same thing. There were no random rolls. It was all you've got the same thing to go up with. And then, 
you bring in random rolls and then you bring in crafting and you've just blown the game wide open. There's no, there's, you know, there's no way to go back from that and trying to balance anything. No. But we'll, we'll see what Bungie come up with if they do respond to the feedback and, and see what they want to kind of do with trials going forward. Going forward. Yeah. I mean, I was never a fan of them taking away static rolls anyway. Like, if you have a static roll, that means A, you have much more inventory space because you don't have to keep 10 versions of the same daggum gun! No, but they, they've still... They've sorted that now, haven't they? You can go and craft no. one weapon, and then you can do that one weapon. Yeah, and get for the craft of bull weapons, show sure, boy. For the craft of bull weapons, yes, but is every weapon craftable? No. Also, you have to go and get those five freaking pages of blueprints yep. to be able to craft said weapon. Yep. Got to keep you in the game, Luke. Hmm. But no, they haven't solved it. They've Segwayed. They put a bandage on a tourniquet wound. Okay, tourniquet yeah. might be a little bit extreme, but you know what? A bandage is more than what you know they should have put. I mean, and still, yeah. I mean, and, and then yeah. Once you get if everything were static rolls, PVE becomes boring. Because again, once you've gotten that weapon, who cares about getting that weapon again? Yeah. I mean, again, it's a game where you're trying to have PVE and PvP in the same world, and I mean. I'm not going to say maybe there's a reason a lot of games don't do that, but maybe there's a reason a lot of games don't do that. Not in the same way. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, Bungie, to a point, doesn't really have a blueprint for the problems they're trying to solve. Because they're kind of the only ones out here doing this. And, you know, so they're, they're, you know, sort of, you know, setting whatever that standard is. It's not like they can say, oh, here's what this game did or that game did. They are the one out here doing this. So trying to figure out how does this look? How does this work? How do we make this game, you know, sustainable? I've seen some people say, hey, you know, maybe maybe a game wasn't meant to run like this for a decade. Maybe that was, you know, a little ambitious. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it was Datto this week, wasn't it? He put out a video talking about, because I think Destiny 3 was trending on Twitter. It, it's not moving to Destiny 3. Yes, we've got all these kind of bugs in the game and... It's got to the point where it's got really bad, and this has kind of probably been the worst it has been for a while. And Bungie seem to be firefighting a lot of stuff at the moment, and they don't know whether it's down to the fact that they're stretching themselves with other games that they're trying to also produce in the studio. There's been a high influx of staff turnover as well, and various other different things like the remote kind of working as well could also be a factor. Um, Lightfall not hitting as as well as they kind of thought it was going to hit. You know, it wasn't a Witch Queen. It was, in best case, okay. And, you know, the, the engines that they're working with are the engines that they're working with because it gives Bungie the freedom to create the like the gunplay that we get with, with a different engine. It'd be completely different. And again, Last Word had a really good discussion on this, which I could link in the show notes. You guys must have seen this. I think it must have been, was it Monday or Tuesday this week that it was off? Well, the, the game kept like messing up for about 16 hours, I think they were saying. I wasn't around on Monday to see it. So Yeah, yeah I saw that it was having problems. Yeah, I, like I said, I didn't turn my Xbox on until Friday this week. So yeah, I heard it was having problems, but yeah, I, I wasn't experiencing any of them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I see a lot of people say, "Oh, you know, a new engine, a new engine." I'm like, guys, that that's not going to make things better. That's not going to that's not, not going to fix all the problems. Then you just have to learn and support and figure out all the bugs in the new engine. 
Like, 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 you know, if you think, oh, we can just put it on the, you know, pick an engine, Epic, what, Unreal, whatever. Like, you know, pick an engine. That's yeah, not they wouldn't use Unreal. Yeah, like, like, like that's, yeah, no, that's they, not going to solve that's, all the problems. That's the thing. I think, yeah, they 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 put yeah. out an advert, didn't they, to ask if anybody was had mm-hmm. Unreal Engine kind of knew how to use it. But that may not be for Destiny. That may be for one of their other games that they're kind of trying to make. So yeah. You know, or or maybe after you know after ten years they go maybe that's when the you know maybe maybe that's when they switch things over in a couple more years they say I mean because I can't remember I was reading oh, it, was it reading or was it in a video this week so I, I, I can't remember where I saw it someone was saying like hey like parts of this game like go back to Halo like you know this is like some of the same stuff that they coded for like Halo games a million years ago it's still using some of that code in some of those systems like this is still a legacy thing built on a legacy thing. They have stretched and expanded and built on top of to be what it is today. Like you know, yeah. starting starting from scratch with a new engine is not going to magically give you a whole new game. It's not going to give you the same game. All the things that this engine provides, that engine may not. You know, D- you know, Destiny is very much, very much a unicorn in its sort of singular. It's its own thing. It's it's not an Unreal game. It's not a Halo. It's a you know conflagration of this custom thing they've built over the last you know, 10, 12, 15, whatever years, whenever, whenever, you know, the underpinnings of this engine started in Halo land, it's, it's that built up into what it is today. And yeah. just swapping to a new engine. Well, great. Now you need to have all new people who understand how to work in that engine. Like now you have a whole staff of people who don't know the engine you're using. This doesn't make things go better. <laughs> no. I mean, I kind of agree with in like the, the last word podcast that they, they were saying, that oh no they were explaining on the last word podcast that the engine that they use is basically the toolbox to build the game so even if they change the toolbox mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a long time before you see that toolbox is because like you were saying it, it it comes from halo and or they used it on halo and it's the way that they've kind of managed to craft destiny into the game that it is today and if you change the toolbox you're going to change the game completely so i think would then walk away from it because it wouldn't be the game that we actually do love so mm-hmm. i mean and the game I, is I, fine. Not, yeah i mean the game is the game is kind of fine i mean they're, they're the thing is it's expanding on like a, a monthly basis of the things that they're trying to keep and squeeze into the game so Maybe that's also having an effect on it. It's just, I think because they don't come out and explain everything in fine detail, because that may just be annoying to them to go, we're just going to explain every single thing that's going wrong and the reasons why. They're just like, you know, you, we're going to have to just stay with it. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, honestly, like they shouldn't come out and say, here's all the reasons and here's all the what's going on. Because one, nobody would understand it. And two, it's all interrelated. It's basically saying like, hey, this system is interacting with this system in a way where if, you know, this variable is one and not zero, then this thing happens and your game crashes. Like, yeah, you know, there's a trillion moving pieces again that you've built up over the last however many years of Destiny. And again, you know, a lot of these systems they built in Halo to do things like they were saying, you know, like like some of the running and jumping, like the basic movement mechanics are ancient code. So yeah, like, you know, you're you're building this you're you're building this this 1800s house, and you're trying to put 2023 20, features into it. It's going to be a little rickety. Okay. 
Well, with that, shall we move on to the Destiny 2 Hotfix 7.0.5.1, which came out at the beginning of the week, 25th of April. It did. So your raids... They fixed some crashes. They fixed some stuff. They fixed an issue with Respawn. Keep getting Raid Jacket Director Dialogue appearing after March 21st, after that deadline has gone. It's now not going to appear. They've adjusted the brightness and flashing in the Daughters of Oryx encounter. They they fixed some UI and UX fixes. There's there's some where some gauntlets were would not equip when changing loadouts, and they fixed an issue where the opening load opening the load menu could cause Destiny Two to crash. So that's good. So I, I, I like the you, loadout, please. Oh no, you've loaded all the way out of the game. Good job. Yep. But but but, but I said good job, sir. Are you talking to us, are you? Yeah, I am. I was building on what you were talking about. They fixed an issue where making changes to the weapon in an inventory after selecting the weapon to reshape would not automatically update to to the item in the reshape slot. Good, because that was very complex to try to explain last week. (laughs) (laughs) And they fixed an issue where too many particle effects in certain areas on Neptune could cause Destiny 2 to crash. (laughs) Too much strand. <laughs> yeah, may have, may have put a bandage on mm. the things that were going wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, respawn's playing it now, and he's happy as Larry. I don't know how happy Larry is, but yeah, I'm La- Larry's really happy because you know is why. Mm. The Guardian Games are back next week, my friend. That doesn't make Larry happy at all. It does. You know what? It, no, it Larry, makes... Larry runs screaming in terror. It makes me happy now. This is where you and I, my friend, had a bet last year. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need another bet. Mm-hmm. You and me need I to really go head to head. No, no. I no, no, no. Really we don't think we do. We do. Okay. And mm-hmm. it needs to be tied to Guardian Game. No. It's not fair. No, no. It's not fair. No, because Titans are going to win. There's no way Titans no, no. don't win. No, but listen. It's not fair on us betting on. Who's going to win the Guardian Games? Are you interested now? Not necessarily, because okay. you're still going to find some way to spin this at my disadvantage. No, I'm not. I'm going to because I won the last two bets. I'm going to give you a two to one advantage over me. So, so I just have to. I just. <laughs> so Hunter. So I would have to bet on Hunters. And Titans to win, and as long as Warlocks don't win, I win the bet. If that's the way you want to play it, no. But but is that is that about no? What you're talking about? Okay, yeah, yeah. Ray Charles can see Titans winning this year. Absolutely, yeah. Right. So (laughs) we know that there may be a a fix for the Titans Uh winning this year because of Savala. So I was thinking that's not fair for us to use this or use me to use that as an advantage to win a bet. Mm. But what I was thinking is because if you scroll down and the Guardian games are back, also what is back this next three weeks anyway, is a new game mode or a returning game mode for Guardian games. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So we have Uh, a Guardian uh, games supremacy, which is coming to the Crucible for the next three weeks, I guess. But there's a twist. Guardians against Guardians. As a very wise one-horned Titans once said, Guardians solve their differences in the Crucible. 
So given the best class discussions we are facing with the event, it makes total sense that we disintegrate, stomp and shoulder charge each other to settle it. So that's right. We've discussed, I, I believe we did a disc the last couple of years and a couple of other podcasts I listened to this week were saying that they discussed it over the last couple of years. Why don't you make a crucible mode when it's Guardian Games where it's Titan versus Hunters or Warlocks versus Titans or vice versa, whatever, and you have to be that class and it's only that class can go against another class. So they've done it. They've listened to us. And what they're doing is supremacy. Which one is that one? You shoot the lad. They drop a bolly. You have to go and claim that bolly. It's a class branded crest behind. So you remember this. And this is, we had this last year with the, the class based crests falling on the ground. So when you shot uh, a Titan, you got a red one to drop. A warlock was a yellow and the hunters were the blue. So this year, if you're a hunter, you will have five other hunters on your team and you will face a full team of warlocks or titans. So every guardian that falls will leave a class-based crest behind. Collecting those is the key to winning the matches, no matter if they were dropped by you, by defeating an opponent or a fallen comrade. So focus on recovering the crests to earn points and defeat the opposing. So that is what supremacy is. You go around, you shoot the lads, you pick up the things. It's kill confirmed, isn't it, basically, from Call of Duty? Um, yeah, kill confirmed. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking dog tags, but you pick up dog tags in there. But Yeah, so if you, you get the kill, but you don't pick up the crest, you don't get the points for it, basically. Correct. Yep, yep. And, and, if you're, and if your team picks up, you know, if your ally goes down and you pick up the crest, then you deprive the other team of getting that point for that kill. So yes. it's, it's shoot the lad and then mad dash for the crest. Now, again, this is based on listening to a couple of the podcasts this week that they were saying that they don't want to go in there and face a full team of Titans. <laughs> I was just saying that, that sounds toxic. AM. Saying that they did say that a full team of warlocks or a full team of hunters can also be oppressive. So yeah, my bet with you this year, if you are up for the challenge is I will bet on my Titans and you can take the other two classes. I'm hoping that Bungie at the end of the guardian games, tell us who was the most dominant in supremacy because they should have the stats to say, you know, more team of Titans won against warlocks and hunters. My bet is that the Titans will beat the hunters and the warlocks overall. They will come top in supremacy only not in the whole kind of guardian games thing just in supremacy you can take the other two so if the warlocks or the hunters win in supremacy they outclass the titans just one or one or the other if one of those two win not combined mm. you win the bet i hear you i hear you and what what are the stakes of the bet before I, he agrees or disagrees I don't, I don't know what 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 would he like me to do if i lose because we, we all got to pick on him last year and say that he had to the titan for the whole six months what, what um, yeah. on think carefully what you want to have this man delete out of his vault that he's been holding on to for the last seven years i'm not sure i, I, I offered up deletion here <laughs> <laughs> come on there there, there there should be some stakes we made this man play Ooh. as a titan the hunter main play as a Ooh. titan for multiple seasons I, I mean, I really feel like there should be something, some, some deletion. I'm not saying like your god roll weapons, but like you know, your your your, your tiny bit of celery or your tiny box of raisins, something you've been hoarding for all these years. 
I mean, I mean, I think I think that would cut a little bit deeper than any weapon you had in your vault. Oh goodness, yeah, because like initially they're like, make him play as a hunter. He already plays as a hunter. He just doesn't main it. That's not going to do anything. Um, same thing with warlock. He he plays all three classes, so forcing him to one isn't really a big punishment. I do like making him delete raisins, though, <laughs> or anything that says this can be safely deleted. Right? No weapons. No armor. <laughs> But just go through your 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 vault and your your character, and if it says this can safely be deleted, with that, hold on, I, I gotta double check the verbiage. That's not solid, okay? <laughs> but you know the verbiage I'm talking. No, it says this cannot safely be deleted, okay? All right, I think I like that idea. Now, what would you make me do? And if it's play tightening and the deal's off. <laughs> No, I think I think that should be your. If you want me to delete something, I should make you play as a Titan main for the the next season. No, man, you, you Titans don't have anything good. Exactly, and that's why then you have a solar man. But I, I'm just, offering up a deletion here. Did, I can't. This, I can't. I can't. It, it, no, Strand no. Titan is really good. Strand no, Titan is not I like can't play a Titan garbage. again, dude. It's just. It's just. I just can't. <laughs> I mean, like, probably, literally, make me delete a god roll. I don't care, but, like, well, actually, I do kind of care. Some of these adept <laughs> weapons are pain in the ass to get, but, um... Ooh, ooh. Okay, deletion, deletion bet? Not a, not a character bet, but a, but a, you each, you each delete something if the other person wins? Ooh. Yeah. Exact deletion. terms, TBD? Yeah. I think, I think that's better, a deletion bet. Because I have some prized weapons I do not want to have to grind for again. And yeah. I think I think that's I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Keep saying yes over here, stirring the pot. <laughs> I think I think that's a good. I think that's good. We'll go for a deletion bet. God rolls yeah. against depreciated items. Not God rolls, but choice rolls against depreciated items. Uh, hold on. Bring bring the vault down to five hundred minimum. Uh, do not attend the king's coronation. Other players take control of other players for twenty five minutes. Hang on. This sounds like it's all aimed at me here. I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. You probably know that I'm gonna lose anyway. I I don't have luck. I might I might be a hunter, might... but I don't have the luck no, of the but... hunter, and they know no, it. No, but the, the thing is, the the hunters or even the warlocks might outcast the titans in supremacy by themselves. Mm. You may find yeah, that the hunters will give up halfway through the week. That let's be honest, because I, I was looking at the scout rifle. The scout rifle doesn't look very appetizing, so I'm not putting a whole lot of faith in the hunters here. The loot does not look worth the squeeze. Yeah, right. yeah, so, yeah. So, so the title void SMG is back with new perks like Repulsor Brace, and then the feature Guardian Games weapon is the Terex Terexapos. It's called cool. Terexapos. Yeah, Terex. Yeah, okay. Because I had to pronounce that. The Terexapotamus. It's the first legendary strand scout rifle. It's a lightweight frame and amazing perk combinations like the ones they're not going to tell us about. So yeah, so it's the title SMG, which you know you may have a trillion from last year, and. Which fine if it's if it comes out better than the immortal, maybe it'll be useful. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't mind having a strand scout rifle, but yeah, it's also that's not. I don't think that's the one they're supposed to be screaming to get their hands on, mm-hmm. unless it can do something absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. New perk, punchy. New perks. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Should we say for legal reasons, we we will come up with a list of items. Or we can go through our items to be deleted at a later stage. 
Okay, but sure. Are yeah. you happy with delete items? Yeah. From your vault. Yes. I now, how many? <laughs> how many? How many items are we deleting? I think three is three. is a good okay. number. Three. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll Ooh. go with three. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's that's higher stakes. Okay. Yeah. Because, like you said, he did give me the, the he did give me the two against one, right? So let's up the mistakes mm. for both mm-hmm. me and him. Mm-hmm. I'm losing something. I'm actually going to be using. He's losing something that's just emotionally there for him. Emotional god roll. <laughs> yes, Dimwit. <laughs> I no. I'm going to say I'm going to regret this, but I will give you can't blanch three items from my vault, or no, three items from my inventory can go. You can just delete them. That's it. Any three items. <laughs> oh, I, I think. Okay. So, so, so I think, <laughs> I, I, I do think we need to set up a time and, and stream respawn. <laughs> perusing. Well, I, I, actually, you know what, you know, actually, no, you should both go. Cause didn't, oh, was it Dim that had the feature where you could, you could share a link, to, a read only link to your vault. I think you oh. should find that link, Nifty. send each other the link so you can see, See, you know, see, see what the vaults are, and then you can yeah. see, you can make your make your selections. But this this bet is based purely on the on the fact that we need the data from Bungie, and I'm hoping to come out and right. say at the end of the Guardian Games yeah. that more Titans be X. You know, more Titans came out the best of the kind of the three classes. Warlocks came second, and then Hunters. That's what I'm hoping. Mm. Any of the other two, and I've lost. Okay. Okay. Happy okay. Yeah. That? Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. So between now and yeah, next week, I'm good with that. Yeah. So. So we'll, we'll go to destinyrecipes.com/vault. If you scroll to the bottom of that page, there's a share my vault link, oh. so you can share a read-only version of your vault to each other, and then you can see what's actually, you know, what's actually there to to, to look at. I know it's going to be good for me. No, it is. It's not. It, it's a time. It's a time for you to grow as a person. Which one does he have the longest? Is it the raisins or the toothbrush? Which one? Toothbrush. Oh, I've got the toothbrush. Know. The toothbrush. Uh, yeah. Toothbrush. <laughs> that toothbrush is definitely gonna go. <laughs> and you just watch this Halloween. It'll be redeemable, and I'll be like, no. <laughs> exactly. For those I'm that hoping. have held on to the toothbrush for this long, you can turn it in to get. The uh, the the quest to get the exotic version of the Kavastov mm-hmm. or something. Here's, you know? here's a special ornament you can get for something that you can only get if you've held on to this from <laughs> last year. Oh, oh that's too funny. Right, so yeah. Uh, Guardian oh. Games are back. We've made a bet, but there's more to it than just our bet and more to it Why than just the Why do I do this? Because uh, I've baited you in with another bet. You, <laughs> you just can't bet, say dude. no. Mm-hmm. You see that How I don't even in me. Just like I, I knew, I knew today was gonna have. I knew you're gonna bring up a bet today, and I was just like, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I have no reason to. I'm not gonna play Titan again. There's no reason for me to have another bet, right? Because we know Titans are gonna win, right? <laughs> and, um, are you sure you don't want to just play as a Titan? Because I'm, I'm offering you up. I'm, you know, can't blanch of three items. And if I win, you've got more of a chance that you, all you have to Deleting do is play the Titan. Deleting my whole vault would be easier than playing Titan for another season, okay? I'll take that. You want? <laughs> no, we're not doing that. I said it'd be easier. Yeah, so yeah, destinyrecipes.com slash vault. If you're listening along at home going, what are they talking about? 
You can share copies of your vault. So if you too would like to make a bet with your friends or clanmates, you can say, here's what's in my vault, which, yeah, it, it gives the other person a read-only version. No one can delete things from your vault with this link. This just says, it lets them see what's there. So, the idea of the Guardian Games is every year this rolls around, and there were, there were ways of kind of playing it, and still ways of kind of playing it, and just specifically playing one class. I mean, last year, and I think the previous year, you could just play on your class, bank your medals, and get the rewards. What other people were doing was playing the other classes, saving the medals, and then going back to the class that they wanted to bank the medals on and banking the medals so that the flags went up higher. So you could do that if you want to. But the idea is that it is just class against class against class. So it's Titans, Warlocks, and Hunters all competing for the win. Now, over the years, we've had the Titans win, the Hunters win, and last year, the Warlocks. So do the Warlocks win for a second year running, or do one of the other two kind of pick up the reins again and run with it. Mm-mm. We'll see. Well, that's lots of questions. We'll see the question. lost two of their voice actors this season. There's no way they're not winning. We'll see. What's the question? Zavala was our Titan Vanguard, but he played as a warlock. So who do you throw your, Ooh, who do you throw your weight behind? I forgot about sorry, that. Sorry, Hunters, you got nothing in this particular equation. We just, don't you have, have anything you in have, Dog Knight, nope. Well, we, we well, hunters, hunter, hunters have raw <laughs> numbers, so Hunters have the numbers but if you're Zavala-ing, then you, you've got a choice. Are you a Titan for Zavala or a Warlock? Because that's what he played. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a good question. So I how to win the, the games? Yeah, how to win the games? Oh, you're way the games. Okay. Yeah. The spirit of the Guardian games remains the same. The podium and the daily crests are back in the tower, as well as our beloved Eva Levante, Grandma Stranger Danger, who still acts as the main host for the event. So you've got to go and talk to her and grab your Guardian Games quest and class item. So how this works is that Eva Levante every year will give you a different class item. You cannot use the previous year's class items. They look pretty at the end of the Guardian Games, but she gives you a new class item, which is mm-hmm. the thing that helps you kind of... It used to generate the laurels, but we are not got laurels this year. We've just got the Guardian Games and medals, which is interesting. But we're still... I think the whole idea is that you still put your class item on, you pick whichever element that you want, she'll give you a choice of whichever element. You rank it up, you put that on, you keep it on for the whole event, because I think that's the way that we're probably still going with generating the medallions. So the class that deposits the most medallions will be crowned the winner for the day. And basically we have like a a leaderboard for every day. They'll have a, a, it's a crest, isn't it? A crest or a shield on a wall uh, at the front of the tower. And each day you'll see the flags go up and down. Hopefully representing. If not, you might as well just do it because you get free stuff from it and it's good fun. You might as well just carry on and just do whatever you're doing. But there are ways to get more medals. There are activities that will award you with a low tier, which is bronze or silver medallions, including Gambit and Quick Play Crucible matches and anything from the Vanguard playlist, as well as most Neptune activities and Defiant Battlegrounds. For the higher tier ones, so your gold and your platinum medallions, you have to play raids, dungeons, competitive crucible, trials of Osiris, or legend-defined battlegrounds. Your contender cards are purchased for a thousand glimmer, but they will also award gold medallions. You can only two, two, you can only carry two contender cards at a time. One for strikes and gambit, and the other is focused on crucible. So platinum cards award platinum medallions, and those cost one thousand five hundred glimmer. And just like the contender cards, you can carry two of these at a time: one for strikes and gambit, and the other for crucible. 
So there you go. Gambit's getting mentioned. It's lumped in there with strikes, but it's Ooh. getting mentioned. So you they're get those. They're the words. <laughs> you get you get the medallions at the end of the event. What people were finding last year is that they were filling up the contender cards, just continually doing the activities, but you weren't getting any more medallions. So it, there is a cap on them. And once you've got the cap, go back to the tower, dunk it in the, <laughs> the tower thing, and then go back to whatever you're doing if, if that's the way you want to do it. So those are the basics of the event. So play the game, earn medallions, and dunk them into the podium so your class wins for that day. Then the week, and then the whole event. Because you have to keep doing this daily. This is not a kind of one and done, Hunters. You have to participate daily. Because otherwise you're not going to win. So, of course, you will have a chance to earn the two Guardian Games weapons that are whilst doing this, either with turning in medallions or when completing activities in the event playlist. So, though we have available are the title Void Submachine Gun, which is quite interesting because last year it had a perk of its own, if I can find it again. Uh, it's down here on my... Where is it? It's a Void one, wasn't it? I know you've got one. Oh, I've definitely got one. Because um, I was looking at it and I probably done something with it now I'm trying to look for where where's submachine guns gone submachine guns are there oh there it is so it came with a new perk or a new origin trait which was called classy contender and this was final blows with this weapon grant a class ability energy and kills grant five percent class energy um for every kill uh, it also had the Hake Breach Armaments. This weapon deals increased damage against vehicles, turrets, barricades, and stasis crystals. So it had those two perks. And I'm, I'm wondering, because we've got a new scout rifle, which is called, where is it? The Traxipos, which is going to be available. That's going to be the first of its kind, Legendary Strand Scout Rifle, and it's a lightweight frame. And I do believe they were looking up, up on DCP, so... Oh, there you go. Light.gg has it. So you have the origin perks. We've got Omelon Fluid Dynamics, which is this weapon has increased reload speed and stability for the top half of the magazine. Mm -hmm. And Classy Contender, which is final blows with this weapon, grant class ability energy. Hatchlings, uh, Cascade Point, Focus Fury, Encore, Kill Clip, and Keep Away with Gutshot Straight. Offhand strike, moving target, fourth time's a charm, Zen moment, ooh, uh, outlaw, and no distractions. So I reckon a good one would probably be Zen moment because it is the hotness of the day, mm -hmm. with maybe hatchlings or explosive payload. What do you reckon? Mm, mm. That's good. I like fourth time and explosive, honestly. Because um, hatchling, you have to get rapid kills to pop a hatchling. So you're not really getting rapid kills with a scout rifle. Mm, so like attitude. No, no. no. <laughs> I, I'd go for single target damage myself. So probably fourth time an explosive. Uh, for Adler, outlaw kill clip, most likely. Uh, Zen moment. Oh, it's so strong, though. But what would you... Well, yeah, I, guess, a... I guess Zen moment explosive would be a good role, too, I guess. Has a base impact of 60, range of 30, mm -hmm. and stability of 42. Its aim assist is 75, mm -hmm. um, and its recoil is 54. So it's kind of in the middle kind of thing. So I think, I think the Zen moment keep away would actually kind of feed into each other. 
a little bit. Because it also gives you more range and accuracy. And you pair that with Zen Moment, you'll have range, accuracy, and stability, and flinch resistance from range. So, yeah, I think that, you know, with Zen Moment, keep away. Pretty good roll. But I think I'd definitely go for fourth time and explosive, 100%. Yeah. If I can, <laughs> if it don't get immediately deleted. <laughs> so, high scoring is back. So if you didn't know what this is, we have strike scoring. Now, last year, I think we had we had this. It was kind of implemented. There is a practice run that you have to do at the beginning of the week. And I believe that is until, I think it works out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday is the time that you can then go for the high score. So it's coming back this year. They're not going to spoil it, but that will require you to strand and subclass 3.0 verbs. So there was a cheese last year for, I remember this, standing in a corner using ricochet rounds to kill yourself to then get a res because the res gave you points. So you could rack up the points and get the, I think there was achievements and triumphs and things that went with it. And then you could just finish the the strike. But I do believe that Bungie did patch this in, I think it was the end of the second week. So don't think that you can go back in there this time and it worked. It might. I'm going to keep my ear to the ground, eyes open for cheese forever to go. It's working again. If it is, you'll have to jump on it because Bungie can patch it very, very quickly. So with the strike scoring, it works like this. Earning a high score will unlock potential buffs for your weapons and abilities. So even if you don't get the desired score the first time, you can keep trying and take advantage of the boosts to gain more strike medals, more points, and even stronger buffs. Those buffs will only work on Guardian Games playlists, so make good use of them. Another returning aspect of the Guardian Games is to split the sprite, split the strikes playlist. The Guardians play, the Guardian Games Ops playlist and the Guardian Games Ops competitive playlist. Both are available with regular matchmaking and with class-based matchmaking that can earn additional rewards. The competitive playlist will also feature non-matchmaking option in case you want to compete with a pre-made fire team. Both lists will have strike scoring active. The difference between ops playlists featuring features all the current available strikes while the competitive playlist focuses on a weekly strike that operates as a nightfall with the modifiers and a hero difficulty setting. No matter your class, earning high scores will progress your Guardian's Games quest, which will allow you to light torches in the tower to get rewards. From bronze to platinum, each torch will unlock a better reward than the previous one, so light them each week. And they say in the supremacy stuff that we were talking about is that there will be separate torches for supremacy and a quest for that as well. So, yeah, if you're looking to brag about your high numbers when you're in the tower, your class item will show your score by changing color and will also glow with a unique way. If your weekly score is, yeah, that was it. If your weekly score is higher than anyone else's, so that's cool. And then we've got some pictures of the new armor. Um, it looks like they've gone for shades for two of the classes and a visor for the other. So you lucked out if you went with the other one. Can't say I'm excited about strike scoring, but sure, it, we get to do that again. <laughs> I, I'm excited about the supremacy, though. I, I, I like that it's class-based. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. And I sort of miss supremacy, so it's nice that it comes back. Nice that they're bringing it back for, you know, for a three-week run. 
not just something, here forever, yeah. necessarily. Maybe it's in preparation to bring it back permanently, or at least, you know, in the rotation, but I miss Supremacy. It was good fun. You know what I miss? What's doubles. Yes. Crimson doubles. Crimson doubles. I don't know why they got rid of it. Uh, it should be back in the game. Crimson doubles was fantastic. I loved it. Back, Bungie. It really was. We want Crimson doubles back. It's, it's in yeah. Destiny 2. It's not in Destiny 1. It's a Destiny 2 game mode. So bring it back. When, when um, Valentine's Day comes back around, bring it back, please. Yes, please. So again, also we have the uh, event cards, which is available for 1,000 silver. So this is the one that gives you extra rewards. It gives you the exotic emotes and uh, sparrows, ships, ghosts, I believe. There was things like that. And I think it works the same way as it worked previously with the other events. So you can either buy it at the beginning or you can buy it at the end because if you complete the triumphs as you go through, it will give you tickets to unlock the rewards so that you could literally go on. If you've got all the tickets and you want to unlock it all, you could do it on the last day. If that's, if I remember correctly, that's how those kind of event books work, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of like Iron Banner. You can wait till the last day and do it all, or you can do it throughout the event. But I'm not buying it anyway, so... No, not I didn't buy the last two. Definitely not the last money. Three. No. <laughs> yeah, didn't buy the other ones either, because I enjoy the event, but but again, the, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. There's, there's not enough there to make me go, ooh. There, there's, not a, there's not any sort of you know cosmetic or anything that I go, ooh, I have to have that. Mm-hmm. And on a final note, if you've earned the titles for the last installments of Solstice, Festivals of the Lost, and Dawning, they say congratulations, but you still need to put in the work for this one. If you complete the Guardian Games ones, you will also unlock the Reveler title for the first time, and the Champ title for the Guardian Games. Obviously. But the Reveler one was the one that says, basically, you've put your heart and soul into these other events, and you are just amazing, because you've unlocked them all. So This is amazing! Yeah. With that name proudly, Guardians, it takes a whole year to earn it. And then mm-hmm. we can go back around again and guild it. Because let's face it, that's what we're going to have to do. Mm-hmm. Are you going to guild it? That's Mm-mm. the question. Are you going to put yourself back through it when Solstice comes back around, when Festival Mm-mm. comes back around, and Dawning? You say, no. but you might. Might, might, you think? Do, might. might no. you do all the things you have to do to do it? Yes. Might you actually have the title to do it because you've paid attention? No. No. <laughs> And Guardian Games Cups return. So the Guardian Games Cup is back. So last year they collaborated with 42 teams from 14 different regions in an intense battle to which class and region would come out on top. All those teams were invited, but this year we're opening the competition for everyone to join. So gather your fire team from around the world to take part in the Guardian Games Cup this year, where you can raise money for charity. That's good. So sign up and vie for your chance to be one of the top teams in either the technical or charitable categories. For the technical category, we will be tracking each officially registered team's total number of medals dunked during the three weeks Guardian Games period. For the charitable category, we will be tracking the total amount raised through the team's official Bungie Foundation sign-up page through the same period. So the top four teams in each category will be awarded with some sweet prizes. These include the top teams in the technical category get a custom art of your fire team by Ferian Art. Mm-hmm. And the top team in the charitable ca- category is custom art of your fire team by Gamertrap. And the two Ooh, Gamertrap team... has good stuff. That, that's the high high res guy that makes a lot of the mm-hmm. budgie backgrounds. Yeah. 
Uh, top teams in the technical category, technical and charitable categories will get the Guardian Games pendant. It's $200. Um, so I'm guessing you have to pay for that anyway. And the top three teams in the technical and charitable categories will get the Apricot Dawn emblem. Uh, the top four teams in the technical and charitable categories get Bungie Store $50 discount. Mm -hmm. That's enough for one-fourth of a pen. Hmm. <laughs> prizes are cumulative, so the top team in each category will earn all the lower prizes, and then the top mm. two teams will earn the ones below, blah, 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 as it's always been. So if you want to f sign up, there is a link in the Guardian Games page, which I put on our show notes and uh, either being the technical or charitable whichever you feel like doing yeah so you can you can go to your you can sign up your fire team from of one to six guardians and register and then one person's your team leader the rest has been your fire team and then you can go forth and uh try to raise money for bungie well not for bungie yo, for the bungie foundation which will go to charity this will go to bungie they're looking to raise three hundred thousand dollars. It looks like overall, which I'm sure will blow out of the water in about four seconds as a community. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it'd be nice if they told us about these things like beforehand, so we can maybe like plan. I, and you know, I say this and, every like, time. Get a team together before, like, hey guys, this is coming in a couple of days. Hope you prepared and thought about this, right? Right? Because we definitely mm -hmm. told you about this like a month ago. Uh huh. <laughs> no, no, we, no, we didn't. Oh, okay. Mm hmm. The emblem that they're providing isn't all that bad. I mean, it's a standard red, yellow, blue um, icon or, or color scheme, but the icon itself, the way I'm looking at it, it almost looks like three guardians <clears throat> worshipping the Traveler, which is now floating above Earth instead of on Earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the vibe I'm getting from it. I don't know if that's what they meant, but that's mm -hmm. the vibe I'm getting. And I like the symbol. I do like the symbol. The colors, eh. But I do like what they were trying to do with the symbol. Yeah, that's how much money can we raise for Guardian Games? Twenty-five dollars. Twenty-five dollars to get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so among us one. Mm -hmm. Do you have to? Do you have to donate twenty-five dollars and above to get that? Yes. Okay, so that's that's separate to actually the sign it's up. Separate to winning. This is this is what you get if you donate. Yeah. Okay, so if you donate to any of the charities that are available which is Direct Relief and the International Rescue Committee, um, then you get a emblem if you donate $25 or more. It's fancy. It's snazzy. So Guardian Games is for three weeks, starting on May 2nd and runs until May 23rd. So mm -hmm. Bungie said that's plenty of time to earn some nice weapons and have a ton of fun and show off um, why your class is the best. Mm -hmm. mm. And we'll see who the best is. I'm... I'm ready to play Supremacy. Supremacy and Gambit, let's go. <laughs> we got this. I might actually be down for some Supremacy. There you go. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm, but we mm -hmm. can't play with you because you're a hunter. Mm, true. Yeah, sorry. We, we, we can play, play with each other. That kind of sucks. Yeah. There, there, there's literally no way I can play with you. I'm sorry. My hunter <laughs> is not nearly, not nearly a high enough light level or has any idea what Strand is. So, yeah. Get on it, Titan! Come on, now! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the 10th week of Season 20, Season of Defiance, starting on May 2nd, 2023. So for Week 10, let's have a look at our Legacy rotation, starting with the Forsaken expansion. Ready if you are. Let's see what's out there. The Dreaming City this week is at a strong curse level, which means Petrovenge can be found in Rhea Sylvia, 
and has the Dark Monastery mission for the next week. The Blind Well features Taken enemies and the Plague Hynomena. The Ascendant challenge this week will be the Keep of Honed Edges, which can be located over in the Harbinger Seclude on the Dreaming City. Next up, the Shadowkeep expansion. On the Moon, the weekly story mission is in the Deep. The Trove Guardian is located in the Hellmouth, and the Wandering Nightmare is the Fallen Council in Archer's Line. And the Nightmare Hunts this week will be Fogoth, Fear, Crota, Despair, and the Fanatic, Insanity. For our Beyond Light expansion, on Europa this week, Praxix the Technocrat will be the Empire Hunt, Cadmus Ridge will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exo Challenge will be Safeguard. For the 30th Anniversary expansion, we have the Loot Rotation for Dares of Eternity, which will be on Week 2's rotation, with the Scatterhorn armor set and the Perfectus armor set being available. The weapons available this week will be the Kinetic Adaptive Frame Auto Rifle Scathelock, the Kinetic Aggressive Frame Submachine Gun Extraordinary Rendition, the Void Aggressive Burst Sidearm Brass Attacks, the Void Precision Frame Linear Fusion Rifle Threaded Needle, the Solar High Impact Frame Rocket Launcher Code Duello, the Void Lightweight Frame Bow Imperial Needle, the Solar Adaptive Frame Sniper Rifle Far Future, the Arc Adaptive Frame Sword Honor's Edge, the Solar Rapid Fire Frame Sniper Rifle Distant Terminus, the Arc Adaptive Frame Grenade Launcher Interference 6, the Kinetic Adaptive Frame Sniper Rifle Shepherd's Watch, and the Solar Adaptive Hand Cannon Annual Skate. For the Witch Queen expansion, the Witch Queen weekly story mission is the Communion, where the modifier is Empath, as well as Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Also this week you will have Altars of Reflection Choice, and Altars of Reflection Pact. The Wellspring activity has been updated to include a featured Throne World weapon, Veritas Armour, and a weapon pattern as its rewards. For the Lightful expansion, the weekly mission is First Contact, with extra shields, locked loadouts, and extra champions. Barrier and Unstoppable champions, Void Threat, Scorched Earth, Overcharged Weapons, Void and Strand Surges, Overcharged Shotgun, and Galvanized on Hero Difficulty Only. The Partition mission will be Hard Reset, with Barrier and Unstoppable champions, Arc Threat, Martyr, Empath, and Void Shields, with an Elemental and Strand Surge. And the Vex Incursion this week will be Liming Harbour. In addition, the Weekly Lightfall Reset also refreshes the Pinnacle Drop for the Node Override Avalon exotic mission on the EDZ. Raids and Dungeons The Root of Nightmare Raid Challenge this week is the second encounter, Scission, called Crossfire. No one can shoot the Launch Crystal on the side that they're currently standing on. The King's Fall Raid Challenge this week is the third encounter, Golgoroth, called Gazer Maze. The Gaze Holder must stand in the Pool of Unclaimed Light when swapping the Gaze. The Vow the Disciple Challenge this week is the third encounter, the Upender, called Defenses Down. This is where each player cannot kill more than one Taken Knight in total. The Deepstone Crypt Challenge this week is the first encounter, Crypt Security, called Red Rover. This is where all Guardians must be Operator and shoot the panels on the lower level. The Garden of Salvation Challenge this week is the third encounter, Consecrated Mind, called Staying Alive where you must not kill the spawning cyclopses in the first two rooms. And the last wish challenge this week is the third encounter, Morgoth, called Forever Fight. Players must not kill the smaller ogres during the encounter. Your pinnacle raid will be the Vault of Glass in the Legends tab, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter. 
These are the first encounter confluxes called Wait For It, where every yellow bar wyvern must be killed as they sacrifice themselves to the confluxes. The second encounter oracles called The Only Oracle For You. Players cannot destroy the same oracle more than once. The third encounter Templar called Out Of Its Way, where you must keep the Templar from teleporting. The fourth encounter Gatekeeper called Strangers In Time. Players must defeat the Praetorians and Wyverns at the same time. And the fifth encounter, Atheon, called Ensembler's Refrain. Each player teleported can only destroy one oracle in each spawn set. Also with the Vault of Glass being the featured raid, this does mean that you can farm the final boss for a chance at the exotic fusion rifle, Vex Mythoclass. And the pinnacle dungeon for this week will be the Pit of Heresy over on the moon. Next up, challenges. So for week 10 we have Ultimate Defiance, defeat 50 combatants with supers in Defiant Battlegrounds playlist, bonus progress awarded if you have strand subclass equipped for Challenge XP+, favoured liberator, generate 60 favours in seasonal activities, all members of your current fire team contribute to overall progress for Challenge XP+, Europa activities, on Europa earn progress by completing bounties, patrols, public events and lost sectors for Challenge XP Plus and Bright Dust. And a defined Vanguard ornament. Acquire the Vanguard ornament for the Ecliptic Distaff for Challenge XP Plus 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 and Bright Dust. And speaking of Bright Dust, we have our 10th Eververse of the season for the week of May 2nd, 2023. Available this week for Bright Dust, we have the Stand on Ceremony Exotic Emote for 3250 Bright Dust. The Free Throw Rare Emote for 400 Bright Dust. The Cyberclass Entrance Legendary Transmat Effect for 450 Bright Dust. The Up for Grabs Legendary Shader for 300 Bright Dust. The Byzantium Lotus Legendary Shader for 300 Bright Dust. The Represent Exotic Emote for 3250 Bright Dust. The Low Score Legendary Emote for 700 Bright Dust. The Hashtag Sponsored Shell Exotic Ghost Shell for 2850 Bright Dust. The Shadowbox Exotic Sparrow for 2,500 Bright Dust. The Stingian Corsa Exotic Ship for 2,000 Bright Dust. The Class of Its Own Exotic Weapon Ornament for the Exotic Fusion Rifle Vex Mythoclass for 1,250 Bright Dust. And finally, the Gold Medal Projection Legendary Ghost Projection for 1,500 Bright Dust. Hello. As a reminder, your daily loss sector will show you a flag outside which will give you details of threats, shields, champions and exotic armour you will find inside. But if you're new to the game or you're using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the Lost Sector normally to have it show up on your map as a legend slash master, which you can either do solo or with a fire team, but you will only be able to earn a chance at the exotic drop when completing solo. Tuesday, May 2nd will be Perdition on Europa for exotic gauntlets, Arc Threat, Void and Strand Surges with Void and Arc Elemental Shields, Overcharged Fusion Rifle, with Barrier and Overload Champions. Wednesday, May 3rd will be Bunker E15 on Europa for Exotic Chess, Void Threat, Void and Strand Surges with Void Elemental Shields, Overcharged Grenade Launchers with Barrier and Overload Champions. Thursday, May 4th will be the Conflux on Nessus for Exotic Helmets, Solar Threat, Void and Strand Surges with Void Elemental Shields, Overcharged Trace Rifles with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Friday, May 5th will be the Thrillodrome on Neptune for Exotic Boots, Void Threat, Void and Strand Surges with Void and Arc Elemental Shields, Overcharged Grenade Launcher with Barrier and Overload Champions. 
Saturday, May 6th will be the Hydroponics Delta on Neptune for exotic gauntlets. Void Threat. Solar and Strand Surges with no elemental shields. Overcharged Rocket Launcher with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Sunday, May 7th will be the Gilded Precept on Neptune for exotic chests. Arc Threat. Solar and Strand Surges with Void and Solar Elemental Shields. Overcharged Glaives with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. And finally, background to Monday, May 8th will be the Excavation Site 12 on the EDZ for Exotic Helmets, Solar Threat, Solar and Strand Surges with Arc Elemental Shields, Overcharged Swords with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Lead the way. The Grandmaster Nightfalls are here, which means if you already have your Conquisil, you will be able to select whichever Grandmaster Nightfall you want in any order to gild your title. And with that, our 10th featured Nightfall will see us face off against the new Brakasan in the Refreshed Arms Dealer Nightfall, where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 200k or more. This Nightfall is free to play. You will be able to earn high-end gear for your characters including the Nightfall featured weapon, Exotic Gear, Enhancement Cores, Enhancement Prisms and Ascendant Shards. The higher the Nightfall difficulty, the more common the drop will be, with the featured weapon and exotic gear being uncommon at hero difficulty to being common with Ascendant Shards in Grandmasters. Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have 5 Barrier and 6 Unstoppable Champions, with 4 Solar, 3 Arc and 6 Void Shields. Masters and GMs will have 10 Barrier and 10 Unstoppable, with 8 Solar, 3 Arc and 8 Void Shields. Your Nightfall modifiers are Hero Difficulty, Maximum Effective Level 1765, Matchmaking is available, Enemies have Extra Shields, Champions Foe, you will face Barrier and Unstoppable Champions, you can either use Intrinsic Exotics, use a Subclass Debuff or unlock Anti-Champion mods from the Seasonal Artifact. Solar Threat, 25% increase to Solar Incoming Damage, Pestilence, Scion Spawn Void Grenades on Death, Overcharged Weapons, Weapons over from the Seasonal Artifact are active in this activity. Kinetic weapons do increase damage when your subclass element matches an active surge. Void Surge, 25% bonus to outgoing void damage. Strand Surge, 25% bonus damage to outgoing strand damage. Overcharge Weapon, 25% bonus damage to a specific weapon. Rocket Launcher. Galvanized, combatants have more health and are more difficult to stun. Legend Difficulty, Maximum Effective Level 1815. Includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized. No matchmaking. Equipment locked. You'll be unable to change your equipment once the mission starts. Master difficulty. Maximum effective level 1820. Includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized. Champions mob. This difficulty adds more champions. Togetherness. Base health regen is reduced. If near another player, health regen is increased. Grandmaster difficulty. Maximum effective level 1815. Includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized. Joining progress is disabled. Extinguish. If your fire team falls in a restricted zone, your team is returned to orbit. Limited revives. Gain additional revives by defeating champions, up to a maximum of 20. Contest mode, which caps your power level to make enemies more of a challenge. Scorched Earth. Enemies throw grenades significantly more often. And Chafe. Radar is disabled. To combat champions this season, you have access to subclass counters as well as a choice of intrinsic anti-champion artifact mods, which are Anti-Barrier Pulse and Anti-Barrier Sidearm, Unstoppable Scout Rifle and Medieval Champion, where Glaze Fire Protectors that stun Unstoppable Champions 
Swords stun Overload Champions on consecutive hits. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. For Anti-Barrier, the Kinetic Bow Wishender, the Kinetic Linear Fusion Rifle Arbalest, the Kinetic Pulse Rifle Revision Zero, the Solar Energy Hand Cannon, Ariana's Vow, the Solar Heavy Sword, the Lament, and the Titan Gauntlet, Second Chance, which gain a second charge of your Shield Throw Melee, which becomes Shield Piercing and stuns Barrier Champions. For Unstoppable, the Kinetic Fusion Rifle Bastion, the Kinetic Hand Cannon Malfeasance, the Solar Energy Sidearm Devil's Ruin, the Void Heavy Bow Leviathan's Breath, and the Hunter Gauntlet's Athris's Embrace, which have a chance to stun Unstoppable Champions with their Empowered Weighted Knife. The Nightfall featured weapon to obtain this week will be the Kinetic Lightweight Frame Grenade Launcher, the Malicious Birthright. The Malicious Birthright has a base blast radius of 100, velocity of 72, and handling of 69. It can roll with Danger Zone, Auto-loading holster and frenzy, with slideways, thresh, and lead from gold. It has the origin trait of stunning recovery, where if you stun a champion, you pass you refill the magazine, trigger health regen, and improve your recovery for a short duration. Vanguard Vindication, where final blows with the weapon grant a small amount of health, and field tested, where defeating targets or dealing damage with this weapon gradually increase range, stability, handling, and reload speed. Let the games commence, as the Guardian Games 2023 kicks off on Tuesday, May 2nd. Guardian Games is an annual event which pits class against class against class. Titans, Warlocks and Hunters will have three weeks to battle it out and fight for glory across multiple game modes. And with that, a very special Crucible game mode will be available during the Guardian Games. Supremacy, with the option to matchmake by class. When launching this version of Supremacy, you can matchmake into a team comprised only by your class. So if you're a hunter, you and five other hunters will face a team of warlocks or titans. Every guardian that falls will leave a class-based crest behind, and collecting those is the key to winning the match, no matter if they were dropped by a defeated enemy or by a fallen comrade. Focus on recovering the crest to earn points and defeating the opposing classes. There will also be a supremacy quest and four torches in the tower to light. Guardian Games also brings with it some featured weapons like the 750 RPM aggressive frame submachine gun, the title. And this year's featured Guardian Games weapon to obtain is the Strand Lightweight Frame Scout Rifle, Taraxipos. So defend the honour of your class in the Guardian Games. Deposit medallions at the podium and light those torches to earn your rewards. Continuing with Crucible, Lord Shaxx brings Rift to the Relentless Crucible playlist for the 10th week of the season. Rift is a 6v6 game mode that focuses heavily on objective-based gameplay and not just killing the enemy team. Instead of accruing points based on defeating enemies, players can score points by picking up a spark and dunking it into their opponent's rift, which is near the enemy spawn. A team can either win by scoring 5 points before the opposing team can, by scoring 3 points without the enemy team getting a look in, or have more points when the time runs out. The spark spawns in the centre of the map and starts to charge after 6 seconds of the round starting, and becomes visible for all players on the map. After another 12 to 13 seconds, the spark is available for players to pick up, giving both teams approximately 20 seconds to fight over the spark before either side can pick it up. For 5 seconds after a player picks up the spark, they become marked on both teams' maps. After that, they are only marked on their own team's map unless they are in view of the enemy team. The carrier can only hold onto the spark for a minute and 15 seconds. After that, the spark detonates, killing the carrier and those around them before resetting. Should the carrier die in any way that isn't from the spark detonating, the spark drops at that location. 
If a player picks up the spark whilst in their super, they're immediately pulled out of their super. Furthermore, they will not gain more super energy whilst holding the spark and will be unable to use their super even if it is fully charged. If a player dies, they must wait 10 seconds before they respawn, but their teammates can revive them during this time. This forces players to focus on teamwork to help push up on their enemies, but can also leave some players out of the game for an extended duration if their team can't or won't revive them. And a team score should be up this week in the regular Crucible playlist, if there's enough room on the director with the inclusion of Guardian Game Supremacy. Team Scorch is a 6v6 PvP mode where all players wield a Scorch Cannon. Equipped weapons and abilities cannot be used in this game mode. Movement abilities e.g. Lift, Jump and Glide, Sprinting and Emotes can be used. Players are forced to use a Scorch Cannon that cannot be dropped. The Scorch Cannon has 100 ammo, which is replenished on respawn. Matches have a 7 minute timer, players have a 3 second respawn timer, kills give plus 1 point each, the first team to reach 60 points wins. If the timer runs out before the team reaches 50 points, the team with the largest score wins. The player's current and longest kill streaks are shown at the top of the screen below the score. Delightful! Making its way into the Crucible Labs this week is Countdown Respawn. Countdown is a reprised classic of the Destiny 2 elimination mode originally featured in the Trials of the Nine. In Countdown Respawn, two teams of three go head to head in a battle of control for two Cabal charges. The Cabal charges on the map serve as a focal point to force Guardians into combat and exist as a team based solution to the stalemate gameplay that exists in standard elimination. Once a charge is armed via interaction, it begins ticking down its fuse and defenders have 35 seconds to defuse the charge before it detonates. Once a charge exits play via defusal or detonation, the round ends. The round also ends if a team is eliminated in the arm phase. In the defuse phase, a charge must be defused or defenders must be eliminated to end the round. Attackers arm one of two sites and defend the charge until it detonates. Eliminating the defenders wins as well. Defenders defend both charges from being armed. Defuse any active charges. Eliminating the attacking team can win if any charge isn't in play. Holding off the attack can win rounds. Elimination rules are disabled, which means if you die you will need to wait 7 seconds to respawn or need to be revived by a teammate to continue. Players have one revive token per round which you do not lose if you die. Teams score 1 point per detonation, defusal, elimination of the enemy team and defending the bomb area. The first to win 4 rounds wins. Also, by participating in Crucible Labs, you are rewarded with increased Crucible XP. That is amazing. And good old Saint 14 will be back on Friday at Reset to bring you another weekend of fun in the Trials of Osiris. And this weekend, we'll see bonus Trials ranks return. So if you've still not got your new Immortal Submachine Gun, or guns which are leaving at the end of this season, like the Kinetic Lightweight Frame Bow, Whistler's Whim, and the Arc Pinpoint Slug Frame Shotgun, the Inquisitor, then this is the time to get in there and fight. As a reminder, Trials of Osiris is a 3v3 PvP high stakes variant of elimination. Only available from Friday Reset until Tuesday Weekly Reset, Trials gives every player the chance to show off their PvP skills to obtain some of Destiny's most sought after weapons and armour. Players that compete in Trials of Osiris will have all of their games tracked through a passage card, a ticket purchased from Saint 14 in the lower hangar of the tower. Winning rounds and matches in Trials will grant exclusive weapons, armour, pinnacle gear, masterwork materials and even adept gear for the most skilled players who can reach the lighthouse with a flawless ticket of 7 games won and no losses. 5 round wins will bag you that match for your passage card. By competing in trials you do have a chance to pick up 2 pinnacle engrams from playing each week, one from 50 round wins and the other from winning 7 games. These do not have to be done all in one go but you do have to complete them before the weekly reset. 
And that's it for the 10th week of Season of Defiance. Good luck in the games, Guardians. Alonzi. Guardian down. So, we, we've now reached the part in our little podcast where we discuss this week at Bungie for the 27th of April. But we don't need to discuss that much because we have already talked about a lot of the stuff already. We're not going to tell you what we discussed last week because we discussed that last week. And yeah. Bungie told you what they discussed last week. We're not going to talk about the Guardian Games and the Guardians Games Cup because we've already discussed it. How amazing is that? We've kind we already of alluded you which map you're going to vote for. We, yeah, we've kind of alluded to which maps are available in the Trials Community Vote. So we have Rusted Lands, Convergence, or Disjunction. But we all know Disjunction out of... Yeah. yeah. I, I would have liked to have seen Rusted Lands, but we know that it's going to be Disjunction. The question is not, does just does Junction win? The question is, by how much does this Junction win? Yeah. We will find out next week when um, the trial comes out the day before trials. Mm-hmm. And then we will all have a laugh about it next week. So, yeah, watch out for your emails, which will probably be sent out to you now because Perry got his one last week for the voting of the weapon. And um, he got it right. He, he correctly guessed that it would be the Wither Horde. I don't, know whether, I don't know whether he did that deliberately or he just accidentally clicked the button or the picture that was the Wither Horde like he did last time, and <laughs> well, then no. he just went with it. No, you don't pretend. The button, didn't you? Pretend it, like you just went it with it. It was very much deliberate because I said uh, the Wither Horde oh. is the obvious choice as 45% of the rest of us agreed, whereas mm. 36% of us as a community said Thunderlord. And uh, I, I can't remember who was pulling for Izanagi's burden last week, but a mere 19% of the show for Izanagi's. Then we kept saying, Sorry. oh, no, it's the best. The skins we have for it suck. I told you, this, the, 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 that gun's already got the best skin in the game. He didn't believe me, and now everyone just backed me up. Go away. And see, and see that's the problem. You, you put everyone's favorite child in the, in the running, in the Wither mm-hmm. Horde. It doesn't really matter what else you put next to the Wither Horde. Everyone's going to press the Wither Horde button. That's that's just, that's how that's how it's going to work. Right. Just like again, you put Disjunction in a Trials vote. It does. You could have two maps that don't even exist in the game. You could put a Halo map in there. Everyone's going to vote for Disjunction. It it, it it's not even going to be close. Um, we could you imagine a Halo it, map in D two. Hmm. I could. I can imagine many. Honestly, things. honestly, if it were me. No, I would put the yeah. Gulch in Destiny too. Mm-hmm. Yep, you have your two spawns at the end. Maybe one guy can go up the mountain and hide in that little hiding hole. But basically, it's just as soon as you can see each other, you're shooting at each other. And I like yeah. it. They were laughing about it on DCP. They said people have voted for an ornament that you see for point two point percent of a second because you get it out, shoot mm-hmm. it, and then it's stowed away again. So yeah. Yeah. Have fun with that ornament. That's if you purchase it. Mm-hmm. But if you, like us, were unraveled when you finished the campaign and thought Strand wasn't hitting the way it was meant to hit because we were super powerful in the campaign, well, I'd just said there's upcoming Strand updates for you. Sandbox team here to make a patch notes clarification and provide a quick preview of an ability balance article we'll be posting next week. So we'll discuss it next week, probably in more detail. But they wanted to provide more clarity on the changes to Ashes to Assets and hands-on armor mod in the patch notes we released after update 7.0.5.0. Went live earlier this week. So the patch notes made it sound like when both Ashes to Assets and hands-on are equipped, only one of the mods will work. In reality, these mods can still be used at the same time. 
and the chance here is that hitting an enemy specifically with the grapple melee no longer double dips and the count and count as both grenade and melee. So there you go, respawn. You were using that, weren't you, to get it counting as melee? I'm using it right now, yeah. But it, but it is though. I've 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 used my grenade, and then I, and then I punch you in the face. It's not my fault that my grenade happens to reach out and grab your face. That that wasn't my decision, Bungie. <laughs> yeah. you, you 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 put it in the spot. I mean, you said this is a no, grenade, so no. you kind of brought it on yourself. They said this change was made to make the grapple melee consistent with how other mm-hmm. abilities in the game interact with these mods. On the subject of strand abilities, we're generally mm-hmm. happy with how strand is performing, and we continue to monitor mm-hmm. data and player sentiment as we move forward. We'll be balancing strand over time, but in the short term, they're making some strand changes in Season 21. As part of a larger ability balance pass, today, I'm going to give you a preview. So the grapple, they reduced the base cooldown from 105 seconds to 82 seconds. Not yet, though. Season 21. Reduce the minimum mm. time between grapple activation from 2.5 seconds to 0.2 seconds. That's going to be so much fun. Because yeah. there's no worse feeling in the world whenever I, I place my anchor with my first grapple and I'm waiting to grab it with the second grapple to take out a whole group of ads. And I'm waiting two and a half mm. seconds for that to activate while ads are just lighting me up. Now, yeah, after so that initial two and a half seconds, it's all instantaneous. But I don't know why I have to wait two and a half seconds between my first and second and nothing between all consecutive ones. That That's because you need a time to take a drink of your delicious beverage in between the first and the second one. That's, that's what that was there for. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. That's what they're doing for Strand. Moving mm-hmm. on to the artist reference collection. <laughs> we don't tell him. He'll never know. No. I read it already. We're also getting a buff to our melee, which is something we've desperately needed because the no, strand melee is about as effective as a who's we leaf. You say we, but you have to tell the people who's we, we. We know who the we is. We we know, we, but we, we you we, and we, I, <laughs> we the podcast audience, we the Twitch audience, we all know he means hunters. We, we know yeah. who the we is in this sentence. That should never come under question. Okay. <laughs> We know that the threaded spike is getting a, about a 55% boost versus PvE combatants. Yes. We know that the the, the projectile travel range um, before beginning its return to the player, it's gonna they're going to increase that by about 30%. We know that they're going to slightly reduce the speed of the dart as it returns to the player, making catching it easier. We know they're going to increase the energy gain for the, you know catching the dart based on the number of enemies you hit with it. And uh, we know it's now going to pierce Cabal Failing Shields. Again, not now, but like in the next oh, season. Hunter, Hunter I didn't see. Where the hell was that at? In I didn't see that line. Being, that, that would be the one that's under the line ahead of it. See, there's a bullet point <laughs> and then the one below it. it it's, it's right there in, in, it's, in black it's and white. It's on your screen. I can you, see yeah, on Twitch. You've I got do, it on you. your screen. So I know you've got it on your screen. There's no I am. It on my screen, I'm I, am on my screen. I am reading what? no. The, the, the TWAB is on your screen. I hate to break yes. it to you, but My bad. This whole time I thought y'all could see me playing. Nope. Nope. We, we, the twab. we could see the uh-huh. words that you couldn't see, but we could all see it as your Twitch audience. Uh, and then, yeah, there's, there's the artist reference collection, which we've referenced, that now Bungie's going to reference. So, yeah, if you want to figure out, you know, how do our various guardians look from the top, top, right, bottom, how does Nezarak look, where all of his crazy uh, bits that come out of him, now you know. Nice little close-ups. And uh, if you are actually interested... Each of those has a download as a TIFF file, so you can bring it into your Photoshops and Illustrators, 
and get nice high definition, you know, good versions Tokens of all this. Trying to figure this all out. Yeah. Then then you can properly, you know, 3D model and render out your little characters, put on your D and D map so you can play with it. Yay! Or 3D print. Can you 3D print with these models? I mean you have to make the model if I won't get you there, but you have to make one. And you can. And if you logged in this week, you would have had a pop-up on your screen saying, please adopt a pet. But what what happens if I've already got all the pets, Bungie? Well what happens if I've already got three adopted pets? Well, you can you can get more stuff, so you but can adopt a pet no. this week, I guess. I mean, although having a look through the Eververse, I think they're all available anyway. They're just highlighting them, so you can have the worm emote, the dog emote, uh, the cat emote, and the chicken emote if you so wish. Maybe not the chicken one. I haven't seen the chicken one in the Eververse store recently. It could be there. I didn't specifically look, but they normally are all there. So there you go. You can buy some for silver. You can, or you can go all the way for them to drop eventually. So I know we've discussed that Bungie had some issues over the last couple of weeks with different things, and we speculated the reasons why. But what are they actually telling us in their player support or parody? They're going to tell us that I hear all the best wrestling song intros playing at full blast in my head, and I think it's just a glimpse into the radness that is DPS. And now we're going to share some other important information. Like Salad letting you into the Iron temp- Temple. Because you want to meet the wolves. I do. But Bungie, his name isn't Salad anymore. He's Valus Forge. Or is his <laughs> name Salad now? Have they broken up? Have the English majors gotten through, gotten shoes thrown at their heads? It's hard to say. So someone will let you know the Iron Temple. Maybe there's some wolves to meet. Maybe there's some Bungie reward deadlines. Well, there's Maybe there's some Siva to release. Not yet. Maybe, but I can tell Siva. you that. The, but respawn. The following budget rewards have deadlines that are approaching. Players who are interested in these rewards should purchase them. You guessed it before the deadline. So if you have your budget store Archangel Dog Plush, you have until April twenty eighth at eleven fifty nine p.m. Pacific time to uh-uh. purchase it. That's gone. Oh, hey, it's the 29th today. Look at that. Dates. How did dates work? Um, so you and you as, had now one day has... from when they told you. Because yeah, April so... 28th was the date after they posted. <laughs> yeah, so as, yeah, so as you hear this, by the way, you can no longer get the dog plush. Sad for you. And despite what the game told you this week, you, you do currently have, as, as I speak to you now live, until yes, tomorrow, Sunday, April 30th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time to order your Bungie Root of Nightmares raid jacket. However, as you hear this podcast through your podcast player, you will have lost the opportunity to also order that. So this was a whole bunch to do about nothing. You've missed the reward deadlines. That's why you should read the TWAP. Let this be a lesson to you. People want to buy things. Now, the things that will still apply to you are all the known issues. You're still, if you if you have previously acquired the Brazen Spark, you're blocked from completing the last Will and Testament quest because you have to pick up the Brazen Spark ship but you can't pick up because you already got the brazen spark ship. Um, Bungie's going to figure delete it that and out. It still just wouldn't give it to me. Yeah, it's just you, you're done. No, you yeah. can't delete yeah. it because it's in your collections. Yeah, no, it's it's there, and now you can't do anything with it. Just like uh, you're unable to claim the Twitch extension bounty rewards from the Cryptarch. Just he won't give them to you. He's like, nope, these are mine. Jeffrey Bezos said no. Uh, some some Guardian game triumphs are activating earlier than intended. Many many of them are activating earlier mm-hmm. than intended. As a result, your titles tab now flashes all week long. 
Because it wants you to unlock a thing that you can't yet unlock. So, uh, and Guardian but I Games been launches... unlocking them though. You guys haven't been unlocking them? Not all of no. them, but like, yeah, no, I've absolutely unlocked and gotten credit for some Guardian Game stuff. Yes, those you can do, but your titles, your Triumph tab will continue to flash. Oh, Even once you have unlocked all of those things. Basically, when you go to your journey, it's going to flash all the time at you, sure. probably because it wants you to complete the bounties on the title, which you can't yet do because the title's not available, but the bounties are. Or the triumphs are, rather. Oh, anyway, legit. when those unlock, you'll be able to actually hit the button so it'll stop flashing at you incessantly. The Lake of Shadows Nightfall, wiping in the final boss room, will cause some enemies and champions in your previous rooms to respawn, blocking your platinum rewards. Oh. Even if you killed them, but you die and you wipe, they will respawn, and then you can't go back to kill them, so you no longer have platinum. I knew something like that happened. I just mm -hmm. thought I was tripping. Nope, they okay. told us about that last week or week before as well. Um, if you have the Vex Caliber and you have a Catalyst Triumph, uh, it, it's not completing. It's, it's just not completing. It, it doesn't feel like it. You can't make it. Some some gilded titles are no longer gilded, and some associated triumphs are, are being marked as incomplete. Just some of them, though. We're not going to tell you which ones, but some of them. Uh, your Ensnaring Slam does not trigger some class ability mods. Which ones? Can't tell you, but some of them. Master working and then enhancing a weapon will make it a player that will make it appear that a player will get a plus twenty to the base stat, when in reality you're only getting plus ten to the base stat. So if the game shows you a plus twenty, just know that it's lying to you and you're only actually getting the plus ten for master working as God intended. Using three copies of the same resist mod will provide no different than using two copies of the same mod. So if you're running two Void Resistance mods, don't put a third Void Resistance mod on. It's not going to help you do something else. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Two, two is good. Three is unnecessary. Three gives you zero additional value. Just like some players are reporting that uh, Radiant no longer stuns barrier champions. And the fire sprites may no longer and be generating grenade kills. It's, it's also... Um, well, no, the Void Volatile rounds are not activating either. Well, that's not what some players are telling me in this report. That's your report. That's I, I can report show generally. you right here, right now. They're not I'm, working. I'm not. I'm not saying <laughs> I wrong. Make that build I'm just today saying that's not a bunch of because it was requested, and they're not working. Well, I'm just saying that's not part of this known issues. It may be a different known issue, but that's all Bungie's known issues. Mm. It might be in their known issues article, which we'll also link to the show notes. But those are all yeah. the known issues they're going to tell us about for this week. And now it's time for your Destiny workout. That's our first movie of the week. Working on that fitness in the tower. <laughs> and then we've got other other lovely things like your your solo flawless route of nightmares. So if you're saying, how can I do that? Just know that you can't. But uh, this guy apparently could. So good for him. And then we have art of the week because... I'm not just shattering be people's dreams immediately. Just know that you can't. But somehow this guy can't. Uh, yeah, no, no that, that's correct. <laughs> it's it, just like, listen... Listen, esoteric can go and do a thing. Oh, yeah. That doesn't mean I can go do the thing. You know, Z Zemo, XEMO, he can sit here and do the flawless root of root of nightmares solo. I mm -hmm. cannot do the flawless root of nightmares solo. But good for him. I'm glad someone can. And then it looks like we have some Braille at the bottom of the top or Morse code. Or not, I guess it wouldn't be Braille since it's not raised and that wouldn't work. Morse code maybe at the bottom of the top. Let's see. Let's and then. Uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. Respawn. Is this, is this, I mean, it, it looks like sort of dot dot dash. 
I don't know if it's Morse code or something, but yes, uh, that's, but yeah, yeah. But that's the rest of our twomp. Mm-hmm. Any idea what it says? No. Put you on the spot. No, I don't. Absolutely not. I only know uh, dash 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 dot 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 dash dash dash. Which, for those of you in the know, are O S O. Nine three M. Nice. That's what it is. Nine three M. Oh, yeah. that that's what it translates to. Nine three M. Oh, well, there you go. Somebody, somebody know. Ah, okay. As I'm as I'm putting that into the lovely Twitters, apparently the Among Us theme airlock invitation emblem for Destiny Two. The emblem has the Morse code that says Among Us, and yeah. Uh-huh. And there's a- there's a code this week to get the Among Us emblem, which is HN37K993G. So there you go. So nice. maybe it's related to that in some way, people who are more clever than we are. But Sam says stay crafty, and that's the end of our twab. Yay! Twab, 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 twab. Oh. So. Always leaving me hanging. Since there's, okay, no, um, there's no report roundup, uh, I know there was a. I know there was one link that I was looking for that they Bungie did sort of address like, Hey, why do I have to go over here and talk to the hollow projector and then go talk to the same person in a different location? And I can't remember. Said so. Yeah. Yeah. But they actually did like provide like an actual like explanation. Reason. And I was okay. trying to remember where I saw it linked. Cause I think it was on Reddit, but I saw it linked. Somebody had tweeted it out and now I can't find it. That was the only, like, you know, sort of note that I found. I mean, the law and the short of it was basically like, hey, we're we're doing these things over time and, you know, getting voice actors time to do this and do a hollow projection, you know, with a full upper body performance versus just a voice recording is a different thing, da-da-da. And... Where I liked this somewhere to go back and find it, and now I cannot find it. So it says here from Scratch Reflex... Radiant hasn't worked on barriers unless you're standing in a well. The volatile weapons that don't work are also linked to artifact mods. Funnel web won't volatile a barrier because it's linked to overload. That's not true. Um, and I'll tell you why that's not true. Is because volatile rounds, I'm using a trace rifle. And I'm using Grafalcon's chest piece, which dodging is supposed to give me volatile rounds. And it does not. And as far as I'm aware... The um, Trace Rifle is not linked to any champion mods on our seasonal activity. So, uh, yeah, you're wrong. (laughs) It's not just because of that. It might also be because of that. I'll give you that. But um, they're they're just straight up broken. I haven't gotten them to to work with Grafalcon's chest piece at all. So Night Demon. Yes. Presuming that you're back, do you have any videos for us, or do you remember where Bungie linked the thing talking about, uh, you know, why you have to go talk to Crow over here, then talk to Crow at the same place over there? No, I don't. Excellent. Very good. good I do have some videos, though, to point uh, out to you. One no, specifically you for Respawn, on how to get solo the Vex Caliber Catalyst from Ibontis this week. I've already got it now. Sorry. Well, in, in, for everybody else, <laughs> like me and Parody. <laughs> How to get it solo? He did say on his, um, he did say on the last word podcast this week that he hasn't done it flawless yet because he keeps making mistakes in certain areas. 
but you can still do it solo by following his guide. But he he's going to get around to doing it solo flawless. So <laughs> check that out I'm if sorry. you're looking to go and get your Vex Calibre and Catalyst mm-hmm. and do it solo. And you can't get them at the same time. Well, you cannot get look, the Catalyst the same when you get the Vex. Just, you're assuming I've even gotten the Vex Calibre at this point. No, or know how to do it. But you you Vex can know Calibre. how to do it. You can know how to do it by following your. Oh no! Video. I'm sorry. Vex, the, the glaive. I'm th- okay, I'm mm-hmm. thinking Vex Mytho. Um, well, that's a yeah, very different thing. Yes. Yeah, it's incredibly different. But yes, I've already got the. Uh, I, I followed Cheese's advice before to get okay. that with the whole shooting through the shield. shield. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, also this week, Destiny Fun Police has this weapon is secretly insane, and you've got to get one fast because it got a buff. So this is the high how high albedo albedo high albedo, which is a three burst sidearm that rolls with mm-hmm. headseeker. When you combine the range buff to the sidearm plus the buff to headseeker perk, you get some insane damage. Mm-hmm. So go and check that video out. And I, I've stolen these ones from you because I know you'll probably throw these ones in there. The meta, which is the quick storm, quick silver storm, is meta again from Astacross. Mm-hmm. And the damage test, the best machine gun in the game overall, which is over 1 million damage from Astacross this week. So if you're interested in seeing what the, the best machine gun is, he's done all the testing, took him 30 minutes, so it's definitely not Deacon approved, but he's got a video on it. Never, never Deacon approved. Never. I like Astacross, man. I, I like his jive. And he lives in Florida, I found out recently. Does he? So, Oh, yeah, he's a Floridian. Well, there you go. Yeah, you could go be best friends. I would love to be best friends with Astacross. Are you kidding me? Well, the time is now. You can He's figure out where he lives. Just call him. Have... Yeah, that's gonna end well. Mm-hmm. I don't see that going poorly at all. No, no one in no way, shape, or form. And I have utterly failed to find the Destiny Two team feedback about all the hollow projector running to and fro. So, oh well, such is life. And yeah, I've watched very little YouTube this week, so the things you mentioned are all the best things. Great job. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I do have a couple shout-outs this week, though, now that, you, now that you've Ooh, settled that. Uh-huh. 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 Tell us. Who are, who are we shouting out? And how, uh, and how do we do is, Avenger Death? Is PB Pipe. Uh, she hasn't been on the game for quite a while. Apparently she's been having some rough issues at home, uh, so we wish her well in resolving her issues but she's also got a brand new apartment and said that hopefully she'll be online soon so huzzah right looking you forward to that know. and uh hawkslayer who's usually the guy that puts together our contest for us hasn't done it in a while um <clears throat> i played with him and his wife the other day and i gotta tell you the man's living the dream because boy do i wish that my wife was better at me than destiny just like his wife is better than he is at destiny so um <laughs> Uh, thanks for that. Thanks for helping me out. Uh, K Tech Eight uh, showed me that women can, in fact, be better than their husbands at video games. Love it. And uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. Just thanks for hanging out with me the other night, guys. Well, I think this is the point in the show where we we get to say thank you to all of our lovely people for joining us. Your Titans, as now and always, our parody of Night Demon. Your Hunter, as if you could forget, is no one responds in real life. Right. You, sh- you should email the show at two Titans and a Hunter at Hotmail.com. 
We're everywhere you want to find us. Just type in Two Times and a Hunter into YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Basically anywhere, Two Times and a Hunter. You'll find us, then you'll find all the other best podcasts, but you will first find our, our fine podcast wherever you get yours. We're on YouTube each and every week for new episodes, weekly updates, and live streams. Go to twotimesinahunter.com to get this show and all the good information. Now, if you, like many of our fine people, would like to join the Otter Dance Troupe, threaten us with a good time, or throw more grenades, you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash ttah. Like the lovely Zepp Orbit has done. Like the T-Rex King, Dedicated Way M64, the Scarlet KM, and BHS Nightcrawler. They've all done this. They all love us. They said, you know, we appreciate what you do for us. Here's some grenades and some dollars in your direction. I love you guys more than a good microphone. Yeah, Carver 2782, <laughs> We Noble, Golden God 1562, Basically Salt, Zombie Pops, and Renard Calant. Hopefully I'm not butchering that too poorly. Ooh, that's a new Threw, some, threw some monies Hi. and some grenades in our direction. And while Deacon does not approve of long videos, she does approve of PP Pipe, Lord Master Chaos, Dimwi, The Drifters Driftwood, and Hate Quest. So we mm. thank each and every one of you lovely human beings that allow us to do what we do. And again, patreon.com slash TTH if you want to join these lovely people. If you want to just, you know, toss some cash in Night Demon or respawn in our direction, you can go to coffee.com, ko-fi.com slash two titans and a hunter. And if you want to listen to this show live and listen to us desperately try to read the twab and other words while stumbling over these ridiculous things, like I am very excited to watch the video of everyone trying to read the name of the Lorelei ornament from this week oh, that Bungie I know what it is. It's, it's called the Hif Pimoth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. It is. Trust me, it's called the Hif Pimoth. All right. Having to do uh, this week in Destiny we, each we week had, and we learn those words. in the chat this week that explained it to us. Very good. I'll take your word for it. So if you'd like to listen to this show live and when Respawn says look over here, you can actually look over there. Twitch.tv yes. slash no one responds in real life. Or if so you'd like bad. to get up early in the morning in the U.S., or if you're in the U.K., you can go to twitch.tv slash two times and a hunter and watch the proper British gentleman do whatever he's up to early in the morning for us, normally in the morning for you all. And uh, yeah, go there, subscribe, hit the bell, go to YouTube, two times and a hunter, hit the bell, and it will let you know when all the good things are happening. And then you too can be in the know, because we don't plan things, we drop them on you. Like Respawn coming to your house, kicking your front door and saying, we're going to raid, get in the car. That so, only happened once, man. Yeah, I'm saying it could happen again. You don't know. Thank you, dear listeners, for listening to us. And, you know, we don't ask you very often, but if you could go to the lovely places to leave us reviews and, you know, you know, smash buttons on stars at, like, you know, iTunes things, it helps people find the show. Because, really, if they don't find our show, they won't find all the other great shows part of the Owl Sector Alliance. So go there, leave us reviews. You'll leave them reviews. Everybody will find the great shows. Everybody can listen to all of the shows. And everyone's very happy. You can hang out in the Blueberry Lounge. You can go to GDC. You can listen to the Guardian Hub. You can listen to all the places and all the lovely things that people tell us about. And, uh, yeah. So, thanks for hanging out with me in the stream today. Thanks for listening to us live on the show. And if you're listening to us after the fact, uh, well, I don't really have much to apologize because Night Demon is usually pretty good at editing. So, thanks for, you know, taking the time to download and give us your time and affection and money but um yeah so uh appreciate everything y'all do for us and all the things y'all have been doing for us for the past couple years and other than that i just gotta say deuces long love the king indeed
Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Hello, videos. That's right. Got videos on here. Got videos everywhere. Get the video. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 